0: Talk Radio.
1: The latest disappointment for the Miami Hurricanes to reconcile was a loss on Saturday to South Carolina in the Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Louisiana. But let's take a pause for a moment. No argument that six and seven smells a lot different than seven and six. But are the issues facing Al Golden today really any different than they were a week ago? No, they are not. But as the entire Canes Nation waits for Golden to finally lay out a plan and make some changes in the program that give 2015 a chance to be different, there's a major level of anxiety in the air. Every tidbit of information, every single rumor is a fuse to ignite a new fan meltdown. Tonight, we are here to try to make some sense of it all. Hello again, everybody. I'm Gary Furman, the publisher of Canesport.com, and we once again welcome you to your show, The Fastest Three Hours in Hurricane Sports. As always, you own the airwaves, and this show is going to be driven by your participation. We have more than 50 open phone lines tonight, so there's plenty of room for everybody to call in and participate. As always, we ask, only call the phone line if you're planning to participate in the show. If not, there's several ways to listen. You can listen on your mobile device. You can listen online. um, But please don't tie up a phone line unless you're planning to come on the show and participate. The call-in number, as always, is 646-595-2048. That's 646-595-2048. We typically ask the fans on the message boards at canesport.com to provide some of the topics and questions to be addressed on the show. This week, I don't think that was necessary. Everybody has the same things on their mind. Everybody has the same concerns. Um, We'll slice it up. We'll dice it up. I'll give you whatever insight I can on tonight's show, and we'll see just how these next three hours go. I'm sure it's going to be quite animated. So the call-in number is 646-595-2048. And we'll begin tonight's show in the 757, where you're now live on Kane Sport Live.
2: Hey, how you doing, guys?
1: Doing good, doing good. How you doing? Who's all this? Right.
2: Let me tell you, this is Kane James, 757, Kim Everett, the
1: only one, baby. I want to talk to all the people.
2: I want to talk Get us
1: get off on a good start tonight, man. All right, what do you,
3: here's a what good do you start. got? I'm gonna say, I got respect to you, man, and I'm gonna tell you straight up. Everything you do and say is all good. You might defend this one or that one, but you do everybody the same. But I'm going to apologize to all the Cain's fans, people that are spending money, people that travel. I didn't travel like that this year. But to see this mess that we getting, we need a face to our program, Gary. I like the face. He's a good man. Now, I'm not going to
4: talk. He's a Randy Shannon type man. They're good men, but he don't have it, man. You got to cut the snake head off. He got to go. I know he probably ain't leaving this year. But
2: 215, like we talked about before, you can get all the assistance and firm or you won't. Yeah, you got to cut the snake head off. Do the players feel comfortable with going? They ain't going to say if they do or don't. I know. They're not going to say, oh, I don't want to. No, they're not going to say that. I don't think they're comfortable. I mean, we don't have it, man. This, this man
3: ain't got it. He don't have it behind the ear. You can protect. You can do this. What, three
2: coaches, three losing seasons and franchise history, Golden 6-7 in his fourth year. Now, I don't want to hear nothing about no cloud because my man Charles Wise brought to my attention today, Kim, what about USC? What about Penn State when the players are leaving, leaving the program? Penn State in the bowl game they
3: win. USC in the bowl game they win. This is not Kane football. We watch them play. They don't play aggressive no more. Everything is gone, Gary. Everything is gone, and it's painful All right, well, let's, for me
1: let me slow. Let, let me slow you down. Let me slow you down. You know, we're at the start of the show here and, and I, I think we gotta like deal with a few things and, and get some things straight. Nobody's gonna argue um that the evidence is not real good right now in favor of Al Gold succeeding at the University of Miami. There's no question about it. Um however, um the administration has made a decision that they feel that he deserves at least one more year. Now, there's some fundamental problems with it, okay? There's some fundamental problem. Everybody knows that the coaching staff, as it's um, constituted today and and as it's made up, has some issues. uh, And and that some changes undoubtedly need to be made to give them a chance to be better next year. But the problem is there is no quality assistant coach out there in college football or pro football that is going to come into this program right now without a guarantee of two or three years there, you know, these guys aren't stupid. And, and the ones that can make a difference right away are very much in demand by a lot of different programs. So, you know, something has to give someplace and um, I'm not quite sure yet what that's going to be because Al Golden's missing an action. Um, He's asleep at the wheel and, 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 you know, I don't personally understand why he's taking so long to come out publicly um, and privately as well and uh, address these issues and make decisions on what he needs to do and wants to do going forward. Sure. But, but, but something is going to have to give in here somewhere because if you're making the decision to keep him, then you've got to support him if you're the University of Miami. Supporting him, if he decides to make the coaching changes that everybody sees that he needs to make, I believe it's going to involve giving new assistant coaches two- or three-year contracts. That's just my personal opinion. I'll be, shocked. Any? If any, yeah, I'll be shocked if any quality coach comes to this program without a two- or three-year guarantee. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, but I think you know, everyone's in agreement what needs to be done. Um, I, I just think that the head coach is, a little, is being a little slow right now getting to it. And, and while the, everyone is sitting around waiting to hear what he has to say, the support for him is getting less and less.
3: Man, I ain't got support for him. My man Charles Rock supported that man from day one. I had problems because of what happened to the I tried, and I tried. Charles told me just this morning, he said, Kim, I can't do it no more. He called me last night watching Clemson. He said, you see the way they play it? I said, man, if I'll go to the a coach next year, and I'll tell you, Gary, and I'm a Kane fan, like anybody else out there, I have faith.
2: But I don't have faith in him. We will not win the coast. It won't happen.
1: Okay, but, what, but wait a minute now. What if he comes out? and he gets a new defensive coordinator, and he gets two or three new position coaches, and they're quality people that can go out and recruit good athletes and, and they and have the potential to be better coaches than what they have now. Wouldn't you feel differently? I
2: mean, Wouldn't you, you got Okay, if you win, you have to win. There's no doubt about ACC title. There's no more, no less. Then you'll feel
3: different if it can happen. But to come on the goal, well, they do not I
1: You're not going to like know. Before the season, what the result's going to be? Okay, but I'm sitting here saying, if in the next week, uh, let's give him a week. Okay, they don't go back to recruiting for, for for over another week. So let's say that in the next seven days, he comes out and he says, "I'm doing A, B, C, and D," and he and he brings in a, a high quality defensive coordinator, and that guy brings in one or two other high quality coaches with him, and and he makes one mm-hmm. or two other adjustments, and he changes Bro. the whole chemistry of the program and gives people something to buy into and feel good about. Don't you change your opinion?
2: You're gonna to go to, to a the degree game expect- possibility. To possibility, game expect- but like you Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they come when they come around, but you just made it clear. You coming coming if they don't get no long term deal. Now if the long term deal is for the system,
3: does this include golden too?
1: He already has four more years on his contract. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, hey, no way.
3: Hey, we
2: can deal with him four more years. You got to be kidding me. Man, it has, <laughs> What if, like you said, he's hiding right now. He, he don't even he, want to he, talk to
1: people. Out. I'm out. I'm out. Wait a minute. Slow down. What if he makes good hires? What if he does turn okay. around? What if he goes it, out years good next hair. year with a new staff? You know, you can okay. play a lot of this. I mean, you would have been saying what? the same thing about Butch Davis at this stage of the game. You know, you no, have to. I'm not saying it's going to happen because he hasn't done anything yet. But I'm just saying That's the problem? Is that if he does do these things and he makes these hires count and they come out next year and the program has a whole different look to it, of course you're going to go to the game. And of course you're what going do? to renew your tickets. And of course you're not going to cancel your Hurricane Club membership. True that so doesn't cancel that anyway. But then you're going to the more.
0: That the week. The week.
1: That's the problem to me. He's not addressing the problems. People are getting angrier and angrier and angrier. But, it's a well, it. do you
2: do you, Do you deserve a coach like that? And this one Randy got his ass kicked. Randy talked about it. This man don't say nothing. He goes, nobody need no coach like that. If my son wanted to come to mind, I say you go. I know you love the school, but I don't know what you're gonna get. A coach that i Yeah, come on, saying, this ain't real, bigger, bigger baby. The
1: bigger problem right now then the result is the fact that he's not doing anything about it. Because that's, that's what, what I'm saying. People.
2: He's not like talking
1: by the second okay and you know i'll just throw out an example people have been throwing the name jim levitt around who's now unemployed from and i don't you know nobody knows if he's going to michigan or not going to michigan with jim harbaugh whatever but right now he doesn't really have a job okay what if al golden went out and announced tomorrow jim levitt's going to be our next defensive coordinator he's going to be assistant head coach defense i'm putting him in charge of the defense uh, and we're going to make this thing better everyone's all excited right
2: I guess that'd be a would yeah, be exciting because not has gone, but it still was Goldstein. So that means not need to let him win.
1: But here's my point: until, the, until,
2: right until now, gonna,
1: the results are the results, that have been the results. The problem right now is he's not doing anything about them. And that's and the People are getting angry and angrier, and you know it, it. It's a bad atmosphere right now.
3: He can't sell no more cars in Miami, baby. He done sold out. He gotta step up. He, like you said, he's not talking. He's in hiding.
2: He does this. He did it with the Penn State job. I mean, you really talk about that. He wanted that job. Ah, Penn State
1: killed him when okay. they didn't take him. But whatever went down with that. He, that's I said. He, didn't lie. he
2: didn't lie to you guys. He a didn't lot lie to you guys. You can't lie if
1: you don't talk. Of, a lot of coaches would have come out and lied to you. He did not lie to you. You give him that.
2: So, he didn't say a word. That's good. He just kept it under the rug. Well, yeah, you know I ain't going to hold your time. I'm just going to say, you can take that whole triple stab, and they can crash. They got to go. Even if they don't stay, I still don't see no ACC title in the future. People laughing at a six and seven.
1: They've <laughs> never, oh they've God. never won anything. He needs to change it up. The, the chemistry of the program needs a total overhaul. If he doesn't do it, he's getting, he's going to be getting fired next year. There's no question about it. Okay, right.
2: so Let me ask you, something. you know how to
1: coach. I do what he's for. I don't know what he's waiting for. It's almost like he's daring them to fire him.
2: Well, he got him. He got Miami where He got Miami what he wants because basically,
3: like you said before, they want to give him this one more year because of the cloud, man. Forget the cloud.
2: I tell you who we can get, but we're not going to get him. Everybody been saying butch. You've been saying butch all over the place. That's a face to the program. Give me somebody that's got a face. Like you said, Gary, I ain't going to hold your time. If shit don't change, we are done. And this is not pretty. I ain't happy. You ain't happy. Love the King Nation out there. I love it for you to coach Gary because at least you're somebody you're real as you can be. I don't need no coach that don't want to say anything. It hurts well, the program.
1: I, you know, I wrote, I wrote this yesterday, and I'll say it right now: inaction will bury this program for several more years, without question. You're, you'll be looking at another three, four, five years of, of underachievement and not being oh, competitive gosh. on a national level because. You know, it'll just keep getting worse and worse. Just like it got worse in the last twelve months than it was at this time last year, when
5: yes,
2: it was sir. pretty
1: obvious the changes needed to be made. It will continue to get worse. These things but don't the get.
2: But, so. They don't get better. What well, this right quick? If there were such thing as, would they even touch much? This administration wouldn't touch much, would
1: they? If I I don't, I don't I don't know. I I mean, my instinct is no. That if the job were open, that he would not get it. But you know, to, if if you're asking me who I would hire right now, there to me there's two guys: there's Butch Davis or Greg Schiano, who know the program, who understand what it would take to turn the program around. Um, I don't see anybody else out there who would be hireable. Um, you forget search firms and young up and coming coaches and guys that are that might be on the cusp that are experiments. Miami doesn't have time for that anymore. To me, there's two proven no, guys. If they were going to make a change, there's two proven guys out there on the market right now, Butch Davis and Greg Sciano, and that's it. Um, I think either that's one it. would accept, accept the job. But the job's not open right now, okay? And I think that's everyone the job is not open. They have made a decision to that he is not going to be fired at this stage of time. Now, they, you know, they,
2: we got some, we, but that we, change yeah, in the future,
1: that. absolutely it could change. It definitely that's could. It. I,
2: like that. I did see where your boys supposed to talk with him this week. Uh, James Blake is uh, supposed to talk with him. I don't know if he's going to ask him to make changes or whatever. I just feel the Nautilus ain't going nowhere. Miami's is getting weaker and weaker. Things ain't getting no better. But let me ask you Are you doing a show or is this the last show for the year? No, we'll
1: do another one. There's too much going on. I mean, we'll do we'll do another one. We'll see how things go here over the next week and decide uh, moving okay. forward. But, but, no, we, we, well, I, we can I'm do not- show. We could do shows anytime. So okay, no I'll just, just keep my ears open. I
2: just yeah, want to there's, say there's, Happy too, New Year. There's too much
1: going on. Too many people want to be heard and, and too much going on. That's so right. We'll keep doing
2: Happy New Year to you, Gary. you do a good job. Keep me on hold. Take care,
1: care, bro. You got it, man. Thanks for being part of it. Yes, sir. All right. 646-595-2048. 646-595-2048. I mean, they've made a decision. He He's going to remain the football coach unless something changes. So, you know, we might as well focus on what happens next, as opposed to just sitting here yelling and screaming. He needs to be fired. That's my opinion. That that accomplishes absolutely nothing. All right, let's go out now to the um, 929, where you're now live on Kane Sport Live. How you doing tonight?
6: Hey, Gary, what's up, BK Hurricane?
1: Hey, what's up, BK? How you doing this week?
6: Uh, I'm Everything doing all right, Gary. You <laughs> doing all right? <laughs> as good <laughs> as it could go, you know.
1: Hey, you could have been a Miami football player stuck in Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh my goodness! Uh, kids, it's not
6: that bad out there, though. I've been there.
1: there man. They were yeah, bored. But,
6: uh, I know they were. But um, you, you know, like you know, bowl game and all. You know, like they did try, though. You, you know, I give them that much. You know, they tried. You know, you know, with the late comeback, they hung in the game. You know, I was kind of, you know, you know, I was, yeah, I was thinking the whole time they were going to get blown out, but. You know those kids tried. You know I'll definitely give them that. But what you know, what's more pressing to me right now is you know I know everybody's – you know the you know the rumors are out that Al Golden may possibly make changes. I, I I don't think you know regardless of whatever changes he makes as of right now within the next seven days, ten days, or twenty days, or whatever, I don't think it's going to have any impact on recruiting whatsoever. I oh, think he needs to start building. I mean, it, it depends
1: who he hires. Who he, who he, if, well, if he it depends who seen. he hires. But
6: the guys you're talking I, about, he's going to have to spend a million dollars.
1: Well, uh, I mean, they're going to have to a million dollars
6: on a D coordinator, Gary. That's what we're talking about. For so well, you, you might see be- those kind of changes in recruiting, you got to spend a million dollars on a D coordinator. You
1: might have to do it. You're right.
6: Because well, you they, can't they spend have three, four hundred thousand and think this guy's going to come into South no, Florida no, happen, and,
1: make a, and make a and make an impact. They got to make a decision. They either want to turn this thing around or not. You know, they either, if you're going to retain Al Golden, you sure as heck ought to give him a chance to succeed.
6: Yeah, and and I mean, I'm all, thinking the and, only...
1: and yelling and screaming aside that's going on. I mean, if you're going to retain him, you got to give him a chance to be successful. And the way you do that is you invest in coaches.
6: You got to open a pocketbook. Correct. You got to open a pocketbook. Now, if we want to see. If we want to make a difference in recruiting this year, which I think it's impossible, I think he needs to establish a good coaching staff this, you know, you know, remainder of what's going on this year, build a foundation for 2016, and at least have one or two, you know, you know, wins, you know, like import big-time right, wins, start. you know, like a game where people. they said, okay, University yeah. of Miami should lose this game, and they win it. BK, I let think me start that's more that. pressing than this year's recruiting class. Because next two thousand sixteen just on paper is looking pretty good.
1: Hey, let me stop you for one second. Sure. I totally agree with what you just said. Um I get crucified every time I say every time I bring it up. But if he fires two, three, four staffers right now and goes out and, and the University of Miami makes the commitment that we're talking about, which I think they need to make, and he brings in better, better coaches and and Gives the program some hope, I totally agree with you. It's not a one year fix. I mean, number one, the coaches are going to want at least two and in some cases maybe even three year commitments to come. Um, I don't think there's any question about that, and number two, like you note know, it's going to it's almost like starting over, and you have to like re you know reestablish yourself and you know so I just think that this is a way more complicated deal. Than, than people are given a credit for, and I just think until everybody sees what happens, that everybody should just calm down a little bit and and react to what the next moves are. And if there's no moves, I think you have every right to be yelling and screaming and and, and kicking for the next eight months, nine months, you know, whatever, even all through next season if you want. Right. Um, but I, but I think if they if they make quality moves, I I think you have to want them to be successful and not be so negative.
6: Exactly. If they make quality moves this year, 2015, let's look at it like this. The guys that are coming to Miami are coming to Miami. There's nothing you could do to change their mind. Those bubble guys, mm, I don't know. But those guys that definitely, I think Scarlett definitely wants to come to Miami. I think Walton wants to come to Miami. So you're not going to lose those guys, I don't think. You know, But, you know, a couple of the bubble guys. So let's just say he makes those big-time hires, so to say. Let's worry about 2016. Let's get some quality wins. Let's perhaps go eight wins, and one of the eight wins is Florida State, and you win a bowl game, make it nine wins, Al Golden's not going anywhere. Because he beat Florida State. Jameis Winston or not, you beat Florida State. Right, And I'm looking at the landscape of the Coastal now. Pitt just hired Pat Narduzzi. Everybody's upgrading in the Coastal. Braxton Miller is even thinking about transferring to Duke. So you think Duke is going to be easy win win Braxton Miller next year? No. Georgia Tech, never easy win. Virginia Tech, they had one bad year. You could never turn your back on Frank Beamer. Louisville is Louisville. You know, I mean, it's not looking. I mean, we're looking at finishing fifth. In the coastal, if we don't change this thing around,
1: Louisville well, Louisville's this. not in
6: the coastal. No, 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 no. But, I'm sorry, but I get your um, point. You point. Yeah, I, not it, Louisville. You know, like you know, but come on, come, come on. Forget 2015. Are, 2015, 2015 and is and done.
1: People are out there trying to get better.
6: Yeah, 2015 and, and, are done. So, Pitts, Broad, and Patton are duty.
1: Maybe Al Golden's doing the same thing. Maybe while we're sitting here talking and you guys are out there on the message boards, MFing him and everything else, maybe he's working. Maybe he's calling people. Maybe he is trying to hire better coaches.
6: I don't think any coach would want to take that position. You know, if I were a coach, I I wouldn't take any position with the University of Miami right now because look at Kurt Roper. He left Duke, an established team, on the come up. Cutcliffe is not going anywhere. He leaves Duke, goes to Florida, he's out of a job. Yeah. Same so he'll thing. Get hired. Why would I Why would I come to the University of Miami as an like up-and-coming good coach? Go to the University of Miami. Al and gets fired, now you're out of a job.
1: Because those guys have good enough reputations. So they'll get hired somewhere else. And if they're guaranteed three years' salary, they'll they'll be fine.
6: Right, but know, they're he, starting all over again.
1: I understand, but some, you know, college you remember, football, gotta, college a lot football of coaches is... are getting fired right now. There's a lot of unemployed coaches. Um, there's a lot of unha- coaches who might be unhappy in places. I mean, look, the, Georgia stole Florida State's defensive coordinator last year after they won the national title. I mean, coaches will move. South Florida's an appealing place to live. Um, you, you know, it, it, things can happen. But I agree that nobody's doing it for a one-year deal. There's no chance. Yeah,
6: I know, but, but Al Golden's name, Gary, is mud right now. Is mud. mud. If, if you're Jim Levitt, perfect example, if you're Jim Levitt, would you come coach with Al Golden?
1: Depends. You no, know it, it, it
6: depends the only thing it, it depends on it is six I mean, zeros.
1: I, if you're Jim Levitt, you've got connections all over the state of Florida from when you were the head coach at South Florida. Um you have a chance to come live down in this community and and you know, run a defense and have total autonomy and uh yeah, I could see it being appealing to somebody like that.
6: You honestly think Al Gordon is going to give Jim Leavitt total another, autonomy? This is this is the most stubborn guy on the face another, of the planet. Total autonomy team. on defense, and out, Al Gordon is a defensive-minded coach. It's hey, like Rex Ryan a, giving a defensive yeah. coordinator total autonomy with a defense. It's not going to hey, happen.
1: I'll throw out another big name to you that I think could be hired: Dave Wanstead. He's sitting there doing TV. He's not getting another head coach. job. You know, you pay him a million bucks a year.
3: Definitely.
6: Know, maybe
1: Maybe he'll come down here and and, and try to get this defense straightened
6: out. You you see, Dave Weinstead is a good example because he's not coaching. He could always go back to broadcasting. But a guy like Jim Levitt, he was coaching with the San Francisco 49ers that just went to the Super Bowl two years ago. So he's going to be in high demand from everybody.
1: What I'm trying to say is there's guys out there, okay? There's NFL coaching staffs getting fired left and right. There's plenty of good coaches out there with plenty of experience. That you could hire somebody decent, but I don't think they're coming for a one-year deal. All right, BK. Anything else you want to talk about tonight, real quick? Uh, no,
6: nah, that's pretty much it. And, and oh, your question. One thing. Um, do you think Al Golden is getting any kind of like you know advice or counseling or anything like that from like some of these other you know experienced no, I don't, head coaches, I don't, like I don't, you know, I don't. like whoever you know, Al Groh maybe one of his Bill Parcells. You know, he had a relationship with Bill Parcells. If, if, he, he if, if he's not reaching out get, to them,
1: if he's getting it, I'm not seeing it. I haven't heard anybody else say they've seen it. So,
6: oh, Gary, real quick, what about Duke Johnson's mom coming out and saying that there's a bunch of guys that would be willing to transfer if they could play in the following year?
1: Here's what I've heard on that. I'm going to say it, but I'm going to uh, with I'm going to say it with the premise that we have not been able to confirm it because we have not been able to reach her. Um, but I have been told that she called Al Golden. And apologized to him that and felt it was a misunderstanding. She was interacting um, with with another person that was having a discussion with her on Facebook. I'm also told that a, a greater majority of the players on the football team have have contacted Coach Golden in the last 24 hours to tell him that that's not true. That you know that they are behind him. Um, but again, the, these those reports I'm talking about right now are unconfirmed. Um, but they did come from a pretty decent source. So, um, I think there's a decent chance that, that it's true. I haven't posted it. I haven't written about it because I have not been able to confirm it to this point. Um, but you know, I do not believe that that is as volatile of a situation as maybe it came across on the pure face of that Facebook post.
6: Yeah. Oh man, that's, that, that, would, that would be pretty damaging to, to recruiting, because of the yeah, impact just, that Duke Johnson and his mom has on the South Florida community,
1: look number one, I think everyone 's disappointed you can 't lose like this and and have people that aren 't disappointed. Um, yes, there are players who are unhappy with some of the coaches i don 't think there 's any question about that also um, but is this is this a team where you 're going to start having wholesale transfers um, i don 't think so you know right. and, and, but but i but I do think Al Golden can 't be. Uh, asleep and and not recognize the fact that he does have some problems that he needs to fix. Yeah,
6: That's and get Michael happened. Barrow back immediately.
1: I don't know that 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 one's going to happen. Um, well, we need him for recruiting,
6: man. We need to get him as a recruiting coordinator or something. But get him back in here.
1: I don't I don't know that that one's going to happen. I spoke to Michael about a week ago, and coming back to Miami was not something that he um, really discussed or brought up. I you know I, I know he's prepared to move out of South Florida, take his really? mom with. Well, his mom's living with him, and yeah. you know I think he's prepared to take her with him wherever he needs to go when to get another job. He does want to coach again. Um, I would be really surprised if he came back to the staff,
6: but we'll see. Right. You never know. All right, well let's hope Miami right. opens up their wallet. Gary, thanks a lot. Great show. Oh,
1: well, they better, BK. They 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 yep. better make some count here, or else they're wasting their time. You know what? Right. If you're not if you're going to retain Al Golden and you're not going to support him, you're wasting your time. Then you might as well just fire him right now. All right, I'm PK,
6: just looking forward to 2016.
1: Later, Gary. All right, man. Hey, great talking to you as always. Thanks okay, for being bye. part of the All right, 646-595-2048, 646-595-2048. Uh, let's go out to the 513. You're now live on K-Sport Live. How are you doing tonight?
7: What's up, Gary? How you doing, man?
1: Doing good. Who's this?
7: This is Tim calling from Cincinnati, man. We talk kind of every other week or whatnot. You have a great show, man.
1: All right, Tim, thanks for being part of it, as always. What you got tonight?
7: Okay, three things. I'll make it real quick. Number one, Gary, can you explain to me how Deion Bush and company, secondary, have been there three years, and they still can't locate the ball when it's in the air?
1: I thought Deion looked pretty good. Actually, you didn't think he looked good the other night? No,
7: no, no. No, no, no. I thought Deion Bush played great, but on the last play, the one I think that went to Cooper – in South Carolina, that play where he caught the ball—it was kind of, it was a great catch. Don't get don't get me wrong, but Dion Bush never looked for the ball,
5: yeah. and that seems to
7: me like a common theme amongst this this secondary.
1: That's why I, mean, I what is Paul Williams, That's why I say I, I he's just, not an impact player. You know, he makes the case. But Gary, I just players. don't
7: understand it. I, I mean, I mean, what is Paul? I feel like Paul Williams is one of the, the, the one of the kryptonite reasons why this team struggles because. Uh, None of the corners, every time the ball's in the air, they never look back.
1: Never. And, they and never always... they're
7: not even coached. It's, book, it's like they're just it, not it, even. They're going to
1: make a half dozen critical mental errors in every game.
7: I mean, but Gary, I mean, these are errors that in the third year, okay, for example, on the one bust of coverage that everyone, I didn't blame Tracy Howard for that, but it just seemed like why is it that the corners are still struggling in coverage? Like there's too many – blown assignments, corners like Artie Burns.
1: Five percent of the time, they're fine.
7: I mean, but Gary,
1: Artie Burns is a great
7: athlete. Yep. He's a great athlete, but he, he has no proper cornerback skills. None. And I'm just like, this is a problem. When you look at the offensive side of the ball, Gary, I don't worry about recruiting because I think we have logical, practical recruiters on that side. But defensive side, I have no faith in Paul Williams. It pains me that we're not getting these corners from South Florida. It just, it just pains me, Gary. It's, it's almost like, like it's, the like defense, the defensive line. We're letting too many guys. Al Golden can't, he can't ignore this. This is a Listen, problem, it's un- Gary. it's
1: unforgivable to not get these kids from South Florida. I was up in Orlando at the Under Armour camp yesterday, and I'm watching these things. And and, and I'm watching Calvin Ridley. And and like, oh, my God, man, that kid is so far and away the best receiver in the country but right that's now. But so
7: Golden, though, Gary. And no, and, and no disrespect to cut you off, but if Cristobal leaves, if Cristobal stays, he's here. Probably. I firmly
1: believe that.
5: If,
7: if, yeah. if, and I'm like, Golden, you let Cristobal. Cristobal owns the recruiting Golden world thinks, right now. And you let him go? Well, he,
1: well no, I'll take that back. He kind of did. Because what he needed to do was walk to Blake James's office and yell and scream and refuse to walk out of the room until Blake James gave him the money to keep Mario Cristobal. Because you don't get a coaching staff like, like that it, but, and but, let him walk out of the building and sit but there. That's what I'm and saying, Gary. The best players in South Florida.
7: But Gary, that's that's my point. Like Golden, like what are you doing? You had the you had a guy who was a, a hell of a recruiter. He wanted to be here, and you let him walk.
1: Just walk right I out of the building of Alabama and start. And, and, and the guy's going to be recruiter of the year.
2: They're they're. They, but Gary, this what is. Hey Gary, that's what pisses us, us all. Right now. But Gary, that's what pisses us, us all. All
1: their top uh, recruits.
7: Gary, that's what I'm saying. It just They're pisses have the us best off like
1: class in the history of, of star rankings this year.
7: <laughs> I just don't understand it. Golden, it, listen, you say he's he, what he has a degree in psychology, right? He's a smart guy. You mean to tell me that he can't look at his DB coach and say, "You know what, man, Paul, thanks for your services. We got to go in a different direction." It's not working here.
1: How about you, the fact that you've had two coaches for nine years and you've never won a significant football game? You've had Mark oh, yeah. D'Ampria and Paul Williams on both staffs at Temple and Miami. You've never beaten anybody significant. Your defense has been a constant problem. There's mental busts in every football game. All plays. The players bitch and about not liking them. But yet, yet you can't make a change.
8: But yeah that's, I
7: mean, that's my point. He's burying himself. Well, like, at, at this point, just like you said to the first caller, I've said this for weeks. He is almost no, like he's daring months. Miami to fire him. It's, it's almost like he's daring him. It's like he's daring to school fire
1: me because if he hasn't he, made
7: it, any changes. Listen, I do think Yeah,
1: okay, I do. I believe he's going to announce some changes. But if he but doesn't, Gary,
7: at this point, he's but, to but,
1: fire him. but. But okay,
7: okay, okay. I just want to get my blood pressure up. second question I have for you, Gary Blake James seems like a nice guy. It was a hell of an article by Matt, but honestly, Blake James just needs to shut up don't don't come out and say anything else because what you say is just gonna piss off this fan base more and more and more. Don't be the p r guy
1: just i that's not golden no, 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 I'm not saying that. But
7: but don't you notice every time when shit hits the fan, excuse my language, Blake James comes out all of a sudden. And I'm like, dude.
1: I know, just... but let me tell you what he's trying to do. You know, he, he's trying to keep his fan base reacting to what's real, not to the bullshit that's being posted out there in the world. Okay? Right. He wants, Understandable. He, you know. He wants people to understand what the real deal is, okay? And and he's trying to he's putting himself out there and I agree with you. He's sticking his neck out and people aren't reacting so great every time he talks. But he wants the the real facts out there. And that's why he I understand, talking. Gary.
7: But he looks honestly, Gary, honestly. Doesn't he look like a lame duck at this point?
1: Well, because only you because have the fan base screaming for Al Golden to be fired, that's the only reason. Other than that No, but what I'm saying is it just doesn't look well, what I'm
7: saying is, Gary, for example, and I'm not trying to compare because they're on totally two different levels, I think, as far as financially, but Michigan's AD. He came out and said Brady Hoke wasn't the guy, okay, and he just kept in the background. Despite all the hoopla that was going on in Ann Arbor and the state of Michigan about the state of the program, you didn't hear one word from him, one word. All he did was take care of business behind the scenes, and they went and got their guy. Like I said, two different situations as far as, the, you know, the financial situations. But my point is is that the AD comes out, makes a statement, goes back, he, he goes and does his job. I don't need you when shit hits the fan to all of a sudden start coming out. I don't need you to do that. Make, make sure well, that the football program, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Gary, just make sure that the football program is where it's getting where or where it needs to be. I don't need you to come down and put well, a bandaid on Al me, Golden.
5: Let me, let me when stuff say is bad.
1: Coach Golden is doing Blake James a major disservice right now. He's putting him in a horrible position um by not by not making moves and and by not making them quickly. And I'm not saying he has to announce but do you
7: feel he's like he's firing? trying to fire like he's trying to get fired or they're they're daring him to fire him? Cuz it almost he, seems if, like that. If He
1: doesn't have a few new coaches in place in the next 7 days then my answer to that question would be yes. Because uh, it, it, it couldn't be beating them over the head any more than what it is. I mean, it really – and it, I feel bad. You know, I mean, these are all human beings. They have families. They're nice. You know, I mean, you know, you don't ever want to talk about somebody getting fired and losing their job. No, 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 Gary. Unless not have a, better, a family. They cannot succeed without a better coaching staff, okay? They are wasting it, their time. It, it, they might as well just put, I, put, put the uniforms away and not even play – go out on the field next year if they're, if they're going to come back to the exact same thing. And, Gary, just
7: one more thing. I know you got a lot of callers who want us to get on. But it kind of just validates to me the more Al Golden is silent now. Like, don't do you feel like – and I'm going to keep going back to this. I brought this up to you weeks ago, and we kind of discussed it a little bit. But I, I just kind of feel like when Golden didn't get the Penn State job, he just – do you honestly feel like he wanted to be back? Like that conference he had when he came back and he announced that he was the coach and he was going to be here – He just hasn't seen right since then. I haven't got that. The vibe when he first got here and that vibe when he came off of that Penn State ordeal, is totally two different Al Goldens to me. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like he's just not, like that was his chance to get out and he didn't get it. And then it was like, okay, I'm stuck here.
1: Let me just. I mean, it's an enormous, it's an enormous set of problems he's looking at, you know, and, I wrote about this yesterday also. I mean, the problems that he's looking at right this minute are no different than the problems he was looking at 12 months ago. Right. And he chose not to address them, and they've only gotten worse on him. Um, So, yeah, he did want the Penn State job last year. It was a chance for a fresh, clean start. It was a chance to go home um, to a place that maybe is a little bit of a better fit for him, um, personality-wise, and everything than the University of Miami might be. Yeah, he did want to go back home. It didn't work out. Um he's here and 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 right now I'm not sure he has a lot of other opportunities out there. So right. to me the his move should be what do I need to do to fix this thing and in my opinion he's moving way too slow. And he's putting Blake okay. James in a he's putting Blake James in a horrible situation and he yeah, might come he out looks like,
7: like a lame duck now.
1: Yeah.
5: He looks yes. like a
7: like and, Blake James honestly Gary. Great great job by Matt. He does a hell of a job. But when I'm reading it, I'm like, why is it every time when shit hits the fan, James is always coming to your rescue? Like, you're not doing anything yourself, and you're the coach.
1: Yep. You're the head he's putting, coach. Just putting him in a horrible spot. No argument. Oh. And, and um, so you know, he might he might come out tomorrow like gangbusters. Like, I doubt he would do it on New Year's Eve. But, you know, maybe January 3rd or something. He comes out and he says, I'm doing this and that and, 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 and making this move and that move, and and the whole mood changes around here. But right now – Well, Gary, I hope he does because I'm going to say this right now. Take that 80 out to dry. Well,
7: Gary, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave on this note. If he doesn't, you want to talk about an already combustible situation getting worse. He may not even be safe to walk around the streets if he doesn't make
1: anything. Now, if he doesn't do anything – that's a little bit of a stretch, and, and I certainly hope that that would not be the case.
7: No, 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 um, no, 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 no. But, but you know I, what I mean. I mean I –
1: think, I, think, I think everybody needs to kind of keep this in perspective a little bit. This is the toy department. This is everybody's entertainment. Everybody's escape from all the problems of everyday life, and, and we all take our sports passionately and everything else. But uh, – a guy should be able to walk around the streets with his wife and kids and not feel in danger. No, Gary, no, no. You took that. I,
7: you know what I mean, though, as far as he thought the fan base was mad now. If he just sits and does any, nothing, that 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 right there just shows me, like, dude, like, you're basically asking the universe to fire you at this point.
1: Yeah, it's an in-your-face to Donna Shalala. It's an in-your-face to Blake James. Um, and it would clearly be very disappointing. All right. Let me let All some right, other Gary people All right, Gary, man, on. good Thanks. show, man. you your hold. You got it, man. Have a good night. All right, six four six five nine five two zero four eight. For those of you interested, the Miami Hurricane basketball team is rebounding some, from some recent struggles and is leading the College of Charleston, sixty-one to thirty-three, with four minutes and thirty seconds left in the in the game. Um, great overall team performance tonight for the Hurricanes against a very obviously overmatched team. They will find out what they have on Saturday, 5:30 p.m., when Virginia, one of the top teams in college basketball this year, uh comes down to the Buck to play in 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 a big ACC game. All right, let's go out now to the 240 where you are now live on Kane Sport mm-hmm. Live. How
3: I'm good, Gary. How you doing? This is D Black 21.
1: Hey, what's up, D Black? How you been, man? Happy I've New been Year. Right, man. Happy New Year to you too, Gary.
3: Um, a few things I have a few things to discuss. Um, one, um, I heard one other call. I think it was BK Hurricane talking about how they played hard, and I'm and I'm thinking to myself, is that where we are now? We we're happy with more victories. <laughs> is, is, is that what well, the University of is that what the University of Miami football? Well, let's has be honest.
5: They
1: quit. They quit the last two games of the year. So that's, that's it okay. was a I mean, accomplishment for I those mean, coaches to get those kids back.
3: Gary, and they, I'm not happy with Gary. I'm not happy with them quitting, and I'm not happy with a more victory. I played this game since I was nine years old, and I didn't care how good I played. If I had an L, if I lost the game, I'm not happy. I don't deal in more victories. In moral, c- come on, come on! Do you think Jerome Brown would been cool with a more victory? Royal Sapp, Michael Irvin, Ray Lewis, A Reed. Any of them great players? No, Gary. They, 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 they don't deal with more victories.
1: You don't have any guys you know, like that more, team.
3: You know, but more, more victories, more victories don't get us to the coastal. You know, and look what USC has done. They fired their coaches. Look what they've done this year. They have playmakers over there. They got true freshmen balling out over there. Their defense yeah. is biting.
1: They're the West Coast you know, Miami. Exactly. Just like, just like Miami has the benefit of being in South Florida, they have the benefit of being in Southern California in the LA area. Exactly. They, they, and you know
3: and, and Gary, I don't care about Golden being a nice guy and all this other stuff. Nice being a nice guy don't win games. You name me one nice coach, Gary, that Miami had that won games. Besides Larry Coker, but he did that with Bush Davis's with Bush Davis' recruit. Jimmy Johnson, we all know he was a hard ass. Davis, we know he was a hard ass. We know that. Being a nice guy don't you win, know, don't win you don't win, know,
1: football games. kids from South Florida and the state of Florida they they have a, they obviously have talent, but they have to be coached and they have to be ready. Yeah, you so know, the work ethic doesn't come naturally to a lot of these kids.
3: No, it doesn't. And 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 that goes to the coaching staff. Like I'm watching the game, right? I'm watching the game and I'm saying the cornerbacks they play playing a cover two zone, right? It, one play in particular was thirty nine. They play in a cover two zone, so your heels, they, the cornerback heels, is already at seven yards. So in the snap of the ball, they're bailing. So now they're playing a cover two zone, but the corners are told to bail out. So now you bail out. Your heels are already at seven. So you bail out and you bail out to twelve. That's that's a pitch and catch. They throw a nine yard out, a nine yard out route. That's a first down. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you bailing? If your heels are at five, just stay there. Or put your heels, or put your heels at eight and just let them come to you. But or or, or or play man, or play zero coverage, play man plus man. But don't put your heels at five or seven and then bail out the 12. i I'm like, come on. I'm like, like come on, Paul Williams. Like that's that's football one on one. Come on, man. I posted in the board when it happened. I said that's football one on one. Coaching for dummies. Like, come on now! You don't, you don't do that. It's thirty nine. You got the heels at five, at seven, and you got them bailing to twelve, thirteen yards. Come on! And even the commentators were saying it. Why is Miami playing a zone with they getting killed in this zone? Killed all day. The, even the commentators were saying it. They got to get out of the zone. Come, like seriously, Golden? You can't see that the zone is getting destroyed, so you're not going to switch it up. You you're not gonna switch it up. You're not gonna play man. You're not gonna play man to disrupt to disrupt the timing of all that, especially on third and nine. That's when you should play man and blitz more. Again, I was just in here just bugging. I was bugging out. But then you know, and I was listening to the um, the pregame or the after the game show with uh, with Randall Hill thrill. You know, and people kept saying. You know, you got to remind, this ain't the old canes, this ain't the old canes, this, that, and the third. And when they say old canes, they're referencing to, I guess, like the behavior. But what people don't realize, when, you, when we say old canes, we're talking about the winning. We ain't talking about the other stuff. We're talking about the winning. So if you're going to talk about the old canes and you talk about some of the, the, the other things, also talk about that winning. Because that's what made Miami, Miami, the winning. Not all that other stuff y'all want to talk about, you know, the fights and things of that nature. Let's talk about the winning. And let's talk about the passion that them players have. Gary, you've been covering the program for a very long time, a very long time. And you can see the difference in the attitude of the players from men and now. And it's almost like that passion is taken out of them once they sign that letter of intent to come play at Miami. It's like you're turning them into a Big Ten school.
1: Yeah, well, legitimate points. You
3: know, and and um and, and and I got one more comment, Gary, that, about Duke's mother. I think her comments was right on. She I was
1: think wrong. She was right. On. She should no, not. Have done I, I,
3: that. No, no, she shouldn't have done it. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying.
1: University of Miami was very very good to Duke Johnson.
0: No, no, this. Listen to and I'm, and saying, I'm
1: told and, and I'm told that she called Coach Golden today and said that to him, and Look, that this, she was so Gary, sorry that that had gone out there like that.
3: This is what I'm saying. Yeah, she's sorry that it came out, but it doesn't it doesn't mean that she's not telling the truth. I'm not saying she was right by putting it out there, but there's some validity to that. You can you can you can look on them on them on them players' faces that they don't like golden. They don't believe in any yeah, I, I don't know that
1: that's true. I, I have never heard a player complain about Al Golden. I have heard Here many it. players complain about Mark D'Onofrio and Paul Williams. I have not heard Gary. one player complain about Al Gold. Gary, of course you're not I'm gonna complain about the coach. I'm I understand that.
3: I, I understand to being honest, but Gary, you're not gonna complain openly about your head coach because he, oh, he has players to players talk privately
1: action. all the time. You'd be amazed at what me. they I, I put it
3: like this. I, I live in the I live in the the D M D and there are recruits up here that are getting recruited by Miami. And it's one in particular that I see at the gym and we work out together sometimes when he's in there and he knows me, he knows our coach and all that other stuff. So we was in there earlier, we was in there matter of fact we was in there Sunday and I saw him and we were talking and he was like he's like coach, he me ask you a question. He said if your two sons were in high school, senior high school and they was getting recruited by Miami, would you send them there? And I, I he said he said, Take the fact that you're a diehard hurricane fan. I said, Well I would tell my sons, this is your decision. I said, but as a father, I said, well, y'all play offense, so you'll be fine. He said, nope, nope, don't. He said, be straight with them. I said, honestly, I said, no, I wouldn't send them there. I would tell them not to go to Miami. And that hurts that me to my core to be able to tell my sons don't go there. He said, why? I said, because they don't. the development of their players aren't good right now. And I said, now, if you're thinking about going, don't let what I'm saying deter you. But this is just me, and this is just me knowing the game. I wouldn't send my boys there. I said I just
1: wouldn't. I said because. You would if he makes some moves and 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 comes out with a better plan and, and some hope now, for the program. Yeah, you would. Now, it's still one of the best. It's still one of the best schools in the United States. It's got a great tradition. Yes. No, I mean. No there's, you know, but but Gary. but the head the head coach has to fix his program, okay, and not leave himself open to negative recruiting like that.
3: He he has to, Gary. And, and I'm gonna make this one last thing, and I'm gonna let you roll and just keep me on hold because I won't let my my cane get all up in here. But when you were saying that to the other caller, if he makes changes to the first caller, if he makes changes and goes to get this bomb, a couple bomb staff members will will we feel okay? And technically, to me, no, I won't feel okay. You, I have to, you so have to show me. But what
1: will make you me. feel okay then? Hold
3: on. You, know, you no, won't no, feel okay no, no. Hold on, no. You're listen. You're
0: not being listen to... right now. Go Hold oh, on, no,
3: listen to what I'm saying, Gary. They lose? No, Gary, listen. Listen for a second, brother. Listen.
5: listen. All right. good.
3: Now, I won't, feel, I won't feel okay until you put the product on the field and the new coaches are showing dividends and we're winning games. Then I feel a little better. Right,
1: I feel it, a little better. I, know, you I, I think that happens one at a time. First, got to hire somebody. <laughs>
3: exactly. I know that. But if he hires them, and then when they get on the field, and I see the product has improved, I'm like, okay. All right. It, 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 okay. Cool. I said, okay. I see the cornerbacks are playing a lot better. They're playing a little more pressing. The D line ain't playing catch anymore with the catching blocks. They're actually penetrating and shooting the gaps, not being. You know, not being a bat catcher and catching blocks and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, that, okay, good. Maybe Al, maybe Al Golden has woken up. But guess what, Gary? As we sit here right now, Al Golden is in his cave right now. He's not saying anything, and that's what's really making us all mad
1: because you're not saying well, nothing. You're definitely not saying nothing, and I agree. It's making you madder and matter. I just hope it's not because he's not doing anything, because. Uh, you know, that, I, don't that know, I, I don't know, Gary. I
3: don't know. I'm I'm a a'm I'm fan a, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm through and through, but keep me a hold, please.
1: You got it, man. Hey, thank you for being part of it. All, All right. right. All right, 646-595-2048. We're moving on now to the 678. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. How are you doing tonight?
3: Good afternoon. Well, good evening, um, Gary. This is uh, ukio 8 from the board. Happy holidays to you.
1: Doing good. How are you doing?
3: I've been I've been busy with the family, man. I ain't
9: been too much
3: at interacting with the board, but I've been peeping in and out,
9: see what's going on.
3: But hey, Gary, I just want to, um, you know what, you, um, I, I gotta pick an issue. What you just said about Duke's mom? Why does she have to be humble? Why does she have to be so grateful for the University of Miami? Let's get I'm it say
1: straight. She does, but she no, no, have no, to Gary,
3: Gary let me just say just this. Let me get, it. A let's a get, let's get it straight. Duke, Duke could have went anywhere in the country where he wanted to go. So UM needs to be grateful that he brought himself to UM because without Duke, Red, Golden wouldn't have won half of the games he has won. So let's he get it straight. Probably right. These coaches these We're
1: coaches, coaches make millions of you know these,
3: these coaches. Are make, are right now. <laughs> these coaches make millions and millions of dollars on back of these players. They get to Great. throw these players under the on 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 the, on the under the bus when these when they don't perform on the field. Because his mother spoke out frustration about what's going on with the program, she should be grateful. She okay, should be no. she she should
1: she should be oh, humble. Hell, Hell no! Hell no! Wait a minute, whole time Look, you know, and and this has nothing to do with Duke, but she can't represent eighty eighty football players and their and their parents and their families. You're right. You're right. But and, obviously, and, 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 you know, you can't make a statement like what she like what was made in that Facebook post, and you know. We don't know the context. We, you know, or, or what was really going on there, or whatever. Like I've said earlier in the show, I heard she called Coach Golden and apologized. Um, I heard several players have also reached out to um, Al Golden to tell him that that's simply not true. But the point of the matter is, you don't, you know, Duke. Duke no longer is in the University of Miami football program, and and, no,
3: and, and that's my point, no Gary.
1: Just be saying things publicly that'll damage the program in years to come.
3: You worried about the program, Gary? The program is still going to be standing. That's the problem with this plan base right now. They so worried about what gets out and what gets in. You bring in the right head coach right now with the right name, everything is fit. Twisted. Let's get it twisted. You hire another lame duck. You're damn right. You're going to have the program program's going to go for go for another dive. I mean, if you, so so if what, you,
1: now, wait a minute. You can't just hire any head coach and have it fix.
3: No, okay. no. I just Did you hear when what I said, Gary?
1: Fired, everybody was saying the same thing. Well, they brought in their new head coach, and four years later, they're in the exact same spot.
3: But, Gary, I'll, what I'm telling I'll, you is uh, what I'm saying. If you go out and hire another Al Golden, of course you're going to have the same issues or even worse. But what I'm saying is this program let's, – let's, let's, let's get it straight. This program is the right head coach away – for regaining back to where it once was, was. Oh, people want to the make right, people want right, to.
1: No, 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 no! It's the right, It's the right coaching staff. Top That's what mom. I'm saying. The
3: right coaching. That's my okay. point. My right coaching and the right coaching staff. You're right. Correct. But what my whole, but my whole thing is this: when you sitting up here saying that they need to be humble because, uh, because they got scholarships or whatever. I didn't this say that. The, this is my whole, my whole. This is my whole point. I'll
1: go. I didn't I'll, say that. I'll they go to hum- make it. But I said but no, she, but my, she, didn't, she doesn't need to be going out of her way
3: to be okay, a negative – Okay, Al Golden makes – and you made a point about Al Golden and his family and if they get fired. My whole thing is this. If Al Golden gets fired, Al Golden ain't going to the unemployment lines and file for unemployment checks.
1: No, he's,
5: he's
3: certified. He's, he's, he's good for life. And you know what? He, he going to get another job somewhere, he, whether it's being an assistant.
1: He's got a few million
2: okay. in the bank. If, he'll, if, he'll if, get if a Duke,
3: Duke would have yeah. tore his leg up in that damn bowl game, that would have been it for Duke. So let's just let's get it. Let's not get it twisted. His mom
1: speaking out about that you going to help. you talking about two different help, things. Wait a minute. You're talking about two different things. That, that What you're saying is all true, but it has nothing to do with his mom making those kind of statements.
3: How it's going to hurt the program. Gary, the program is being hurt now. Do you understand what's going on the field? Do you understand what's happening on the field? Do you understand what they're talking about in the community of Miami? Do you really yeah. understand? Like, do you, do you I, do. I, I live attend? it every
1: day, but that has.
3: I know, but people keep the, you, the, keep, the you keep talking about you keep talking about getting rid you keep talking about getting rid of assistants. It's bigger than the assistants, Gary. It's bigger well, than you know, the
5: assistants. Don't they
3: don't want to play for Al Golden. Period. I
1: have not nobody, seen nobody as a head coach with with the level of coaching staff that it takes to win here. So you don't know that, and neither do I.
3: Gary, let me just say this. You look, you look at the rest of the country getting better, better, and better. Miami is stuck in neutral. Granted, we don't know what – Granted, we don't know what
1: – Let me ask you, you know Jimmy Johnson was an X's and O's head coach?
3: Do I think who's an X's and O's type coach? Jimmy of?
1: Johnson. Do you think he was an X's and O's
3: head coach? Jimmy Johnson? Yeah, Jimmy Johnson. I, uh, I mean, yeah, I believe he was. I believe he was very exis no. in those. So I, I, you, I mean,
1: I'll tell you, listen. Um, he had Gary Stevens. He had he had Dave Wanstead. Um, he had Butch Davis. He had quality coaches underneath him, and he okay. let them do their job and he let them coach and he functioned. He was a CEO head coach. He was the face of the program. He ran it like a CEO, and and uh, that's the type of head coach I think Al Golden needs to be. He's not an X's and O's right. head coach.
3: Okay, now, so what? So what it, but, but he, but if he, if he, he has yet
1: to bottom, and I think he has a chance to be successful. But he certainly doesn't have a chance to be successful the way he's doing it right now.
3: Gary, that that ship has sailed. It's just the same situation the Dolphins well, depends, that put
1: themselves in. That's what happens
9: you come? Here
1: in the next week or two. It, 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 it really does. And, and if we're sitting here two weeks from now, and everything's status quo, and, and it's it's announced that everything's gonna be status quo going into 2015. I'll be lining up right behind you, and I will be saying that ship has sailed. But, but I'm telling you, say that but, ship has not but let me just say yet. this.
3: I, th- I think a lot of people, you know, they kind of taking darts at uh, Blake James for a lot of. But I think you gotta understand. You gotta look at this. The guy that stuck us with this with this problem ran off to Nebraska. Blake James yep. is just basically, is basically you know, he, he just got caught up in the line of fire. And what people got to understand is there's nothing that this man can do right now about Al Golden, period. You know what I mean? He, Shayla, Shayla is, is that's Shayla's issue right there.
1: The, it's, mistake, it's, the, the original mistake was on the part of Bernie Kosar, Paul Damari, and Kirby Hokut, because when they hired Al Golden, they didn't pay close enough attention to what kind of coaching staff he was going to put together. Exactly,
3: but Kirby, but 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 and Kozar didn't want Kozar didn't want Al Golden. He wanted Treisman.
1: I know he wanted Treisman. I know, but, but, but and them, at the end of the day, they agreed to hire Al Golden, and they did it without paying strong enough attention. Coaching staff he was going to be able to put together. And I don't want to make it sound like I'm sitting here just maniacally ripping the coaches. I'm not, okay? But the the, the bottom line is that what's been going on here the last four years. Has not been good enough, and a large part of the reason it has not been good enough is because of the performance of the guys that have been on the staff. They haven't done a good enough job evaluating talent and recruiting. They haven't done a good enough job developing the talent once it's gotten here, and they haven't and, and, done a good enough job game day.
3: And, that, and, and that's my problem. That's my problem right there, Gary. Gary, look, this is my thing. This, is like uh, a caller said previous before, if he wins nine nine games, he gets another year. But look, but here. He stumbled upon nine wins like two a year ago. So my whole thing is this, Gary: if he stumbles upon nine wins, but doesn't beat nobody significant, doesn't beat Florida State, do you mean to tell me that we're going to be stuck with
1: him again? I think it depends. I think it depends on what happens in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, I really I do. I, I think it depends I definitely... on what he does here.
3: I, this is what this is. This is my whole problem with the program right now, and I agree with with the. Uh, previous caller said I don't think it was uh the guy before that but um D-Black but um I want to see a little less lip service and a more action that's my that's what I want to see I think the university's been doing the university's been doing a lot of talking over the years from the day they hired Golden about how much they want to win and how much they want to do this I think it's time to see more action I think that's what fans are just frustrated about if you want to do this if you want to win let's see it we see other programs making the changes to make to get their programs better, but what are we doing? We, we we're sitting, Blake well, James, on the table.
1: my point all night. I mean, you have to. I think you got to see what he chooses to do. I think I I agree. But, he's waiting too long, but he might come but, out but next week and have a great plan. Maybe he has great next week. You know, we well, don't know. Hey, he
3: better he better have a, have a hell of a hell of a plan. I,
1: Hell I promise you that sense. whatever he does that we're going to schedule another show and talk about it. But, I mean, we
3: all know. What mean, yeah, but my whole thing is this. And one more thing I want to talk about before I get off the phone. And I'm going to talk about recruiting a little bit. Um, You know, like, I know there's a people talking about 2015, you know, we the certain players that they believe we are going to get. And I think that going forward, uh, one thing that I'm noticing about recruiting is people talking about the players that are going to come here. And we're talking about, like, Jordan uh, Scarlet. And guys like that, and I think what people don't really look at, look at the problem with that is this: guys like him, especially like Duke, even though yeah they have offered some other programs, they come here, but they're not have, they don't have anybody that they have to compete with, and I think that's the problem. That's the same thing we used to back in the day when Miami used to pull top recruit groups, where we used to say certain players ain't coming here because they don't want to compete, and that's the same thing we're getting kids now that really don't want to compete nowhere else, but they see the opportunity to come here and get on the field because there's nobody to beat out. And I think that's another problem that we have going on. It ain't just about getting top It's about getting the kids in here that want to, that want to compete, period. And when you have guys that, that ultimately they know they're coming here, ain't nobody ahead of them that really going to beat them out. I mean, just think about it. Who was going to beat Duke out the four years he was here? There was nobody. There was nobody. It, I mean, it was it was his position to, to to lose, and now that he's gone, you got a guy like Jordan Scarlett. Yeah, granted, Yerby's here. I mean, it could it could be it's going to be an easy opportunity for him to get on the field. So that's what we got to build. It's, it's, I know it's a depth issue, but it's also getting players that want to come here to compete issue as well. You can't you can you can talk about the depth, but if you don't get those players that wanna come here and compete for a job, that wanna work hard for a job, then you then you wanna continue to have the same thing you get. Kids that come here maybe maybe play hard enough just to get on the field and to get showcased for the NFL and that's it. And we need to get players in here who want to actually win as and as well be the you know, be the best player at their position to play in the NFL, but until we get those kind of players that want to come here and work hard, this has nothing to do about Miami in the past. Alabama, they don't talk about the past. Uh, Notre Dame was in the national championship a few years ago. They weren't talking about the past. you talking about now. Winning now has nothing to do about Miami 10, 15 years ago. It has everything to do with developing the winning mentality now, and that's what we need to do. We need to get kids in here that want to compete, that want to get better, and that want to achieve higher. Not players who want to achieve for third round, second round a draft a draft status, players who want to go first round, players who want to be number one draft We need to get those kind of players in here. And once we get those guys in here, we, we're going to see a, a different mentality on the field. That's all I have to say. Keep me on hold, Gary.
1: All right, man. Hey, thank you for being part of the show. Great points. All right, 646-595-2048 is the number. Let's move on now to the 347. You're now live on Sport Live. How are you doing tonight?
8: Hey, Gary. What's going on, man? This is Kwame.
1: Hey, what's up, Kwame? How are you doing this week?
0: How's I'm doing well. New I, didn't,
3: I didn't get a – happy New Year to you, sir. I didn't get a chance to um, to hear the intro of the show, uh, but I wanted I'm, – I'm pretty sure, you know, we're talking about, you know, coaching changes or what have you. Um, I want to know, if aside from Jim Levitt, which I heard you. I don't know why we're pumping Jim Levitt as if he was some bastion of U.S.F.
1: I'm not pumping him. I'm just <laughs> using.
4: I mean, I. I mean, if we're going to talk about a D.C. to resurrect the program, we need somebody who has name ID, um, and who can, uh, who's a proven recruiter. I don't.
3: I don't know who that is. Maybe a, a Todd Grantham over at Louisville. Someone of that ilk. And they just
1: signed him for a million a year. I don't see them stealing Todd Grantham. So I'm they tell you, you, someone i think of his you, I think Dave Wanstead would be a great solution. He's a guy that knows the program. He's a veteran coach. He
2: knows he's on defense, connection. I mean, I, I, you know, somebody
3: like a Dave Wanstead, you know, that that's great. Um, I, I want to see, you know, what they do with the
2: position coaches because,
10: you know, they
3: have to they got to get a new DB coach. I'm hoping that maybe Golden finds it, you know, in his infinite wisdom or Blake James to find some way to steal Tavares Robinson and bring him back home to Miami because he's from the area. But, you know, that's the kind of, you know, position coach that I would try to target uh, for Paul Williams' job. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, this is a business.
2: These coaches
3: uh, know they're measured on a uh, zero sum game, and it's wins and losses. And they have, you know, this staff has the exact same record as the previous staff after four years. Yep. And it's, it's unacceptable. And at least Randy went 2 and 2 against Florida State.
5: He losing at least
3: 500. We're 0 4 in the past four seasons. Correct. You know, I mean, it's tough. you can't defend that, and so, you know, and, and my, and my, as a, my question, I guess, Gary, while I'm going on my little rant here, is, you know, he's taking a very long time. If there's going to be changes made, like, you know, top assistants are already getting snatched up.
1: Yeah, maybe look, maybe he's working redone. behind the scenes. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt for right now. Maybe he's working behind the scenes to put some things together, and he just wants to do everything at one time. You know, it's very popular. Okay? Right now, you know, I think we got to right still give them the benefit of the doubt. But if we're still sitting here in two weeks and nothing's been done, I mean, man, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. Because,
3: you know, the debt period is about to be over with. You know, yes, so, you can contact.
1: You still got, I think, about uh, what, 10,
3: 10, 11 days.
1: If that's the case.
3: Yeah, I mean, you got, you got, you got, I'm saying
1: it's about to be over with. It's, I mean, the, the, we're State about to get it 16th. That's when most of the recruits are visiting, the 16th.
4: Exactly, exactly. So he has to well, he have has, his uh,
1: new staff
3: in place has, by uh,
1: this.
4: He's got he to he have his has,
3: new staff he, in place by the 16th. I think so. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, what? I'm at a loss here. I mean, because the bowl game is in and of itself. You know, I thought Brad Kyle for the first time really, really looked like a freshman because he didn't have a whole lot of help on the offensive line.
1: He hit a wall. And He hit a wall at that game. He sure yeah. did. He hit a wall and with about three games left in the year. At the Florida State game, he was done. After it, that it, game, he was spent. <laughs>
2: you
11: know, it's, it's, it's a lot to
8: put on a, a true freshman. And, uh, uh, yeah, and he think performed that well. Kid, that
1: started in May, man. I mean, he started in May grinding every single day to learn the offense, get himself ready to the the Um, Just did a phenomenal job. But I, I really think that by the time the Florida State game was over and the effort that went into that particular week and, and everything else, I think he was just mentally done after that. Because he didn't play as well I, the last week.
3: He, he didn't. And on the other side of the ball, the defense didn't play horrible but they just didn't win on those critical downs that they needed, you know. And it it just, at the end of the day, the defense did improve this year. I I can be enough of a realist with DeArcino to say that, but not enough for him to keep his job. And, you know, if he's going to be, if he's going to, if Algo is going to personify this CEO uh, coach, you know, image, then, you know, executives make executive decisions. And at least by now, I mean maybe he doesn't want to do it for the New Year's or holidays. But let me tell you something, Gary. Come January 3rd, and see if he has that made any coaching changes by next week, he has to go. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> well, yeah, I that. mean,
1: I will and agree. And I was
3: you. a supporter of Al Golden, but if because now you're now you're really you're sticking it to us now, not only to the administration but to the fan base. You're saying. I, you're not going to change at all,
5: and,
1: and yeah, just, I, I agree the with what Canes, you're
3: saying. For the Canes fans who are on the line right now, don't be fooled by that six and seven. It's worse than that. But you take out Arkansas State and Sam, you okay? And you four and seven. Hold that, okay? A team with what? How many eligible draft picks are going to come off of this? 2014 team, at least six guys I would say are gonna go in the first five rounds, at least six guys. And you been telling me you couldn't win more than six games with that.
1: Yeah, it was it was you pretty got, bad.
3: We gonna have our first first rounder more than likely in Eric Flowers. In what? How many? What? 2008. You had a first round left tackle, and you can't win more. 16. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm venting. I appreciate the time, Gary, to let up my emotions on the airwaves. I, I, you know, as most Kings fans, I'm frustrated by the lack of success and the lack of winning. I came into my love of Miami as a teenager in 1997, and I remember – the, the down years and, and watching this team. And I'm not even from the South Florida area. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. And I, but I would watch those games on ABC because I just love the swagger. I love the vibrato. And I don't see that from the coaches. I don't see it from the players. I'm watching social media. These guys are taking selfies and smiling at the game. And you just got there behind deep uh, by a team that was also 6-6. Six and six. He had a losing season and you know, we're flying back on an
1: airplane like oh home. Yeah, well.
3: That that's the problem. That's no the mentality. It's
1: bad. It's pretty bad. And like you said, it was really worse than what it really is. So um I don't know. I d I don't know the answer. I just know that the clock is ticking. <laughs> <inaudible> <inaudible> University of Miami being loyal well, to him.
2: All right, hey, thank Are you. you? Part of the show. Thank the you, Gary.
1: You got it. All right. Six four six five six five nine Uh let's go now to the eight five zero, you're now live on Cane Sport Live. Are you with us? Going once, going twice. Come on guys, if you're not going to be part of the show, don't tie up phone lines. Let's go to the nine five four, you're now live on Cane Sport Live.
8: What's up, Gary? How you doing?
1: Doing good. Who's this? This is Nick. How you doing? What's up, Nick? How you doing this week?
8: I'm good. I have just uh been listening since about eight o'clock, and man, it's a lot of crazy stuff going on. But uh, what I want to talk to you about right now is just about a little bit of recruiting. Um, I see that you have us like had some optimism with uh Devonte Phillips, but I've never like never uh, you never know explained why. What?
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm not going to say I have optimism. He, you know, we had a nice conversation in the hotel. Um, let's say today's Tuesday, Sunday night. Okay. We had a nice little chat for a few minutes and, um, I saw a lot of maturity in Devonte Phillips that I didn't see a year ago. Um, the kids clearly growing up and that sort of thing. Um, but here's the thing. He has been considered pretty rock solid to Florida state for a long time now. And, um, there are some things going on in the background that might be polluting that a little bit. And, um, but I've also had coaches from other schools tell me that he told them through their face that he's going to Florida state. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit crazy. I, I don't have a firm opinion on it. One, one way or the other, it wouldn't surprise me if he went to Florida state. It wouldn't surprise me if he came to Miami, it wouldn't surprise me if he didn't go to either and went to Auburn. Um, but, well, I wow. talked about Miami. He was smiling. He was upbeat. He said he's definitely still considering Miami. So you never know. But don't but don't line me up in any direction because I don't have a firm opinion on it in any way. I hear before.
8: you. I hear you. And another person I want to talk about is Tim Irvin. I mean, there's a lot of talks about going, um, you know, if probably to go to Texas. I don't think he'll go to Florida um, just because T-Rob left. Um, and then you look at Miami. But I feel like if he does go to Miami, I think it's all on Jaquan Johnson. Uh, that's just my personal um feeling on it I mean I saw Jaquan Johnson today you know I went on Twitter and I saw that too, it was yesterday and I saw him throw down DM Kane and I was like wow that's a Miami kid right there and I think like Tim if I'm Tim Irvin I follow that but it's so hard to follow that because you got you got you got a, a a um a secondary coach Paul Williams and speaking of Paul Williams I know everyone's going on here trashing him I mean we all have a right to trash him um Seeing what they're doing in secondary, but can you give me your thoughts on Tim Irvin?
1: Which way he's going to go?
8: Yeah, where do you think he's going to go?
1: I don't. Nobody has any idea. I mean, he's giving no clues. It's 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 pretty pretty weird. I mean, obviously Michael's in his ear. You know, Michael's trying to get him to go to Miami. They've recruited him incredibly hard, um, as hard as you can recruit him. Um, I personally think they've recruited him too hard. And I'm going to tell you why. He's a five eight safety. Okay. And Mm -hmm. I gotta sit there month after month after month when he's a semi-legacy type kid, and he's a five-eight safety um, who's gonna be a liability at times anyway, and and I'm having my you know for lack of a better word balls busted every single day trying to get this kid to commit. um, I'm not sure I'd be worrying about it as much as they might be worrying about it, but. you know, we'll find out. I couldn't
8: I, I couldn't I couldn't, agree anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't I mean, like it. I, I,
1: I would have dropped him. You know, maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. But if I were Al Golden, I would have stopped recruiting him a, a few months ago.
8: Honestly, I don't think you're not, crazy. Not... Um, Tim, I think Tim Urban. the difference between Tim Urban and LaMarcus Joyner, LaMarcus Joyner that has straight-line speed. LaMarcus Joyner, his speed was incredible. Uh, Tim Irvin's not that fast. So, I mean, being 5'8", is already a liability, but not having that, that speed like LaMarcus Joyner is even more of a liability. So I mean, couldn't agree with you anymore. Player.
1: He's a good football player. He's an explosive yeah. kid. Um, can definitely contribute to a program. But would I be sitting here life and death, you know, making myself silly trying to recruit? a 5-8 safety who goes to school five minutes from campus that should be thrilled to death that he has a scholarship to my program um, and be facing embarrassment on national TV on Saturday if the nephew of Michael Irvin, the great Michael Irvin, the playmaker uh, commits to a- another school um, over Miami with the you know uh, on the national TV broadcast. I mean, I don't know that I would subject myself to that. I don't know.
8: Right. I agree with you. So, uh, I mean, that's that's a, that's a recruiting point. I, I want to discuss my thoughts on uh, next year's team. I think here um, we need to develop more leadership. Uh, what I saw, and, and, you know, the analyst said it Saturday, you know, Brad Kaya threw a ball deep to Phillip Dorsett. And when you have your receiver who's supposed to be a quote-unquote leader, put his hands up, you know, and, make, and you're a freshman quarterback, from, from that standpoint, like, there's just no leadership on the team. And in my opinion – I think Brad, Brad Kaya, great kid, great kid, but he's got to get more vocal. If he gets more vocal next year, develops that leadership, people are going to follow him, but he's well, got to get more vocal.
1: To, he's starting to. Yeah, he he's, still, a, he's starting to. He called the team meeting uh, before the Independence Bowl. Um, he and Chad – I heard about stepped that. Up, They stepped up. They started taking ownership of this team. Uh, they, they told their, the underclassmen this is the first game of 2015, uh, and, and we're going to go out there and, and, and we're going to – put a better showing on than what we've done the last two games, and um, I give him a lot of credit. He's trying to be a leader, but I agree with you. I do think um, that attitudes amongst the players and, and things like that was a big problem and I don't, I, I thought that the inmates were trying to run the asylum a little bit too much, and I'm, I'm watching players dictate play calling, um, offensive linemen bitching that they're not running the ball enough and to put the game in, in, in their hands and things you like that. right? That's let the coaches do their damn job. The players need to play. get a good coaching staff in there that knows what they're doing. Let them do their thing. The players play, and that's the way the program should be run. I don't mean you know, I right. need to see offensive linemen waving their arms at coaches in the middle of games demanding that they run the football um and then all of a sudden, eighteen of the next nineteen play calls are running plays because you know well, you know there's. A sideshow going on in, in the middle of the game. Now it was, it was effective. They ran the ball pretty well, but on that 93-yard drive, the key play was a 45-yard pass play to Malcolm Lewis. So right, right. I mean, uh, you, and, yeah, exactly. And, and, and I'm going to tell you something else. I saw there was a third down play. I think it was third and seven when they ran the ball, and everyone in the fan base is yelling and screaming on the message boards. What a horrible play call that was, and 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 the whole thing. There 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 was a defense. The South Carolina plays that in the game planning for the game, Miami was waiting to see. And when they saw that defense, Brad Kaya had an automatic that he was supposed to call, and it was an audible to a running play that was supposed to bust for a touchdown Um, because of the way the South Carolina played a certain defense and the way Miami was going to be able to execute um, that play. And I saw that happen, and on the play, John Feliciano and Danny Isadora ran into each other. I'm not sure which one screwed up the execution. Um, but, you know, the the point I'm trying to make is it's it's easy to sit there and, 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 and make a scene and say, hey, you know, the, the passing game's not working. Put the game in my hands. Let's run the football, whatever. Um, but then when you do it, you've got to be able to execute. And I just thought there was way too much of that stuff going on at times uh, this year, way too much of inmates trying to run the asylum, uh, way too many closed-door player meetings with Al Golden, uh, trying to get him to do things a certain way and things like that. Get a good coaching staff in there. Let the coaches do their job. The players play and start winning football games again. That's right, the way
8: Honestly, I think they ran the ball. I think the coaches were going to the, the coordinators telling us to run the ball. I mean, realizing that they're on the hot seat, I don't think James Coley's on the hot seat, but I'm saying Al Golden's going to hear the heat. And like this guy earlier said on the call, he said, you know, Al Golden's going to be scared walking down the street tonight. I mean, obviously he didn't have any harmful yeah, thoughts to it. But I'm sick and tired. No, but no, 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 Gary. He, Gary, he had no harmful to thoughts to that. So I'm saying, like, if it you're Al Golden, you know, Gary, if you're Al bad Golden bad. and you're done. This just Gary. Just listen, listen. If you're Al Golden, you're down in Miami, and you go to a restaurant, and there's a die-hard Canes fan there, you think he's not gonna say anything? I'm saying something. I'm saying something straight to his face. This is this is ridiculous. Like we all love the Dolphins, we all love the Heat, we all love the the Marlins, but no, it means nothing like the Canes. Like that's that's brotherhood right there. So I mean, there needs to be changes. Paul Williams gotta go. He's not a Miami guy. They're running way too much zone. The analysts. Former Heisman winner is like, what are they doing running zone? Why aren't they running man? Honestly, if I was a coach, I, I just want a man D'Oprio's blitz.
1: Call. That's not Paul Williams' call. That's Mark Donofrio's call. Yeah, yeah, you're
8: right. You're right. It's Mark. It's Mark fault. But guess what? It's Al Golden's defense too. And I know Al Golden's is saying something out there. And that's why I think if we even hire a defensive coordinator, that defensive coordinator's got to come in and be like, "Hey, I'm running it. Don't tell me what to do. I'm running it." I feel like Al Golden, like you said, just needs to be a CEO. And the difference between Jimmy Johnson and Al Golden. Jimmy Johnson's not soft. Al Golden is, and that's, it, that's my opinion, Gary. So, you know, I, I understand you like Al Golden, but that's my opinion, Al Golden, and I I, I don't think people would disagree with me. But, like I said, there's got to be changes. I, I, I like be... Point. I'm disappointed. No, you him. like him. No, Al Golden's a, nice
1: like, a nice guy. Yeah. I'm disappointed. No, no Al I mean.
8: Golden. No, no, no. no. Al Golden's a nice guy, but in this is business. You know the reason why we got the reason why you're making money is fans are coming to the game. Like I mean, this, this, this algorithm's got to take the the friendship is got to go. And I, you know, I, I you know, I have, I have a like a heart too. But you got to understand, Paul Williams, he'll probably get another job with a main university, or Denar Denarfi will get another job. They'll get another job. I mean, they're coaching at one of the top universities of all time. They'll get another job, but it's just, it's just pathetic that Golden his friendship is way too strong to let go of these guys, and it's hurting our fan base, everyone around us, the alumni. It's hurting us, and you know, we we are the reason why you know this 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 program is, is even making money. And like about what now you said about this fan base, Johnson,
1: to turn on them because of his inaction.
8: Yeah, yeah. I it knows. And if he, I agree. First of all, I just look at Kane Sport. They just says I don't know. There's so many theories on Kane Sport, I'm not even gonna say it. If you're on the call, look at Kane Sport. Someone says something about Lamar Thomas. But anyways, um I'm just hoping, you know, it make some changes. If he makes changes by January second, January third, makes the defensive coordinator change, you know, I'll I'll be excited, I'll have optimism like I do every single year. But just know we gotta play Clemson, we gotta play Nebraska. We got to play at Florida State. We got to go to Cincinnati. I wouldn't even sleep on Cincinnati. You know, you, 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 this, we, got, we got a tough schedule next year, way harder than this year. And, I mean, if Al Golden it goes 6 and 6 again, and if he's not fired, I'm telling you right now, the whole fan base is going to freak out. They're freaking out now. Next year is going to be even worse
1: i think everyone's already freaking out i don't think yeah, i agree, I, don't think, but... I don't think it's getting any worse than what it is right now i'll tell you that yeah
8: yeah but gary man i appreciate you having me on the call um just i'm not to hang up i appreciate it
1: gary all right man thanks for being part of the show all right let's go now to the 845 you're now live on kane sport live how you doing today
2: yeah gary how you doing
1: greg hey what's up greg how you doing this week
2: Great. How are you? Happy New Year. I just wanted to make a couple points about the game, the ball game. Um, first of all, how do they not onside kick at the end? You're going to depend on that cross defense, the hole? You're going to three it out?
1: I personally don't disagree, but coaches can go either way with that decision. I mean, you can kick it deep and play defense and hope to stop them and get the ball back, you know, around your 40, 50. Forty yard line or midfield. I mean, that, that is one way of going about it. But I, but, okay. I, but I agree. I would have I would have onside
2: kicked, too. Okay, my next point is I love Brad Kyle, but he does not make any plays with his feet in college football. Look at the Final Four. The Alabama quarterback makes plays. You know, Winston makes plays with his feet. You got Maui and the Ohio State quarterback. That's the new way of a college football. You yeah. need a quarterback to be able to have a threat to run. It's an yeah, big advantage for the offense.
1: You're you're absolutely right. That's something they need to look at in the off season. I think he's capable of moving around a little bit more. Um but there were times the other night and and I don't know if it was this this freshman um, you know, wall that I've talked about earlier in the show that I really believe he hit. But I mean, he was making those reads and throwing passes out there to guys that weren't covered, um, instead of figuring out ways to buy time and give guys an opportunity to work open and and and, and hit them off scramble plays. And that's something that he's going to have to look at, I think, in the off season. And that could be a logical part of his next step in progression.
2: Okay, now get along that point. I say we lost this kid Lawson because. He realizes Kai is very good. But what happens next year if Kai, God forbid, goes down? <laughs> well, Who you know, will, will, we will be, 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 be the other team in the country?
1: Yeah, well, Malik Who's Rozier... you You know, you're developing Malik Rozier. I mean, he, you know, he'll be there.
2: Okay. Uh, that's fine. I he, I I mean, how's he been progressing in uh scouting well, in spring
1: practice, I mean, I wasn't overly impressed past fall. But, you know, now it'll he'll have gone through the entire season. He'll he'll be in spring practice. I think we got to wait and see how he does this spring. He'll get a okay, lot of – Don't
2: we have to get at least another quarterback in here somehow?
1: Yes. He's definitely another, definitely need another body. I have no idea right now who that's going to be.
2: I'm watching the Louisville game. There are three quarterbacks that are on the roster all coming back and they're having two more transfer in. They, why, why would no quarterback want to come to Miami? For You tell me, I, I, everyone knows how great of a school it is because they don't want it to sit on the bench. Is that it? Does everybody think they're going to spell right, right away? Right now,
1: they're, they're looking at Brad Kaya being the starter um, for at least two, if not the next three years. So in the case of Lawson, Virginia Tech came in, and they're dying for a quarterback. And he's going to have a chance to start as a true freshman next year at Virginia Tech. So, you know, for, it was kind of like a no-brainer for him. Okay. And I don't know if he's I actually officially that's- announced yet that he's going to Virginia Tech, but um, I'm pretty sure that'll happen here in the next few days. Um, he's at one of those all-star games and I think he's going to announce. And, um, you know, he's going to have a good opportunity there.
2: All right, so last point. Who's the best recruit? that we don't have committed that you think will eventually commit to
1: us. Oh man. Um let me think about that. I'm going to need to think about that one for a minute. I um let me get my my recruiting list in front of me here. Let's see. Um quarterbacks like I told you, I don't I don't know what's going to happen there. I I think the running backs are already pretty set. Um, you, know, may, you know, maybe you know, maybe I mean, I don't know if you would include him in this, in this in the category, but, you know, maybe Antonio Callaway at Booker T, the wide receiver. I think they got a pretty good shot at getting him. Um, um, there's a, there's a, a, a a receiver by the name of Lawrence Kager out of Maryland to keep an eye on. Um, you know, I think he might still be a long shot, but if they can get him to visit, uh, maybe there's a chance there. Um how
2: hmm, hmm, hmm. oh, about this thing. Lewis kid? Who the defensive back? The Lewis Marcus Lewis.
1: I the love
0: Washington
1: Marcus Lewis. King. Yeah, yeah. He he. I had. I, I'm just going down my list here. I hadn't gotten the defensive back yet, but I love Marcus Lewis. I spent a lot of time with him yesterday in Orlando. Uh, great kid. Um, I like the cover skills I see from him. He's very high on Miami. His mom really liked Miami. She came with him six months ago on an unofficial visit. A really good sign is that when he official visits in two weeks, his mom is coming again. Um, I think they have a great chance to get him. Um, I I also was very impressed yesterday with a defensive lineman by the name of Kendrick Norton um, up at the Under Armour game. He's, he's playing offensive line up there, um, but I like the, the aggressiveness and explosion I saw at him. Um, I think he would be a great pickup, and I think there's a decent chance um, that they could get him. Um, I don't see a whole lot going on at linebacker. And defensive back, we just talked about Marcus Lewis, um, and I do think they have a decent shot there. But that would be about it, man. I don't, I don't like where recruiting is. I don't, I don't like it at all. I, I, I don't think it's good enough. Um, I think it's an okay class, and I think it, you know it, it, it will be an okay class. I don't think it's as good a class right now as what they need. And I think that depending on what Al Golden decides to do and what coaches potentially he can bring into the program. I think he has to hope that if he does make moves, that the new guys can make the difference in in adding a a couple players to this board that will dress this recruiting class up a little bit better than where it is right now.
2: All right, one quick last point. I'm watching the game, the ball game, and at halftime they're interviewing, they're talking to Butch Davis about what Miami should do on offense, and he says they should get the ball to Clyde Ralford he wasn't, yeah, he even he, uh, he wasn't he, uh, out of the game. He wasn't even playing. Is he in or
1: something? Well, well, no, I think he doesn't follow the team that closely, and I think that's he missed the pre-production meeting. To be honest with you, <laughs> I think mean, usually oh. they have meetings to go over things like that, um, and he just clearly didn't know that Clive Walford wasn't playing.
2: That's hysterical!
1: And, oh, um,
2: God, did. it happens. All right.
1: You, All right. hand,
2: please,
1: thank you. you got it. Hey, thanks as always for uh, being part of the show, Greg. Take care. All right. Uh, 646- 595-2048. Let's go out now to the 239. You are now live on Cane Sport Live. How are you doing tonight? You with us? Going once, twice, three times. Come on, guys. Let's not do that. Do not tie up a phone line if you're not coming on the show. So <laughs> now down to the Three oh five. You're now live on Cain Sport Live.
11: What's up, Gary? Johnny O from Bird Road.
1: Hey, what's up, Johnny O? How's it I was going, actually, man? I, I, I'm Bird Road. Earlier
11: today, as a matter of fact,
1: I should have stopped by and <laughs> had lunch with you.
11: Yeah, man. Uh, you know, listen. Um, Epiphany. You know, it came to my mind when uh, when you wrote that article this earlier. Uh, you know, in, in action. Will cause damage, and I was oh like bingo. Oh I, no. I, I could That was in, like a nail on the head.
1: Inaction, you're, you're looking at a firing in 12 months and a new staff coming in, starting from scratch, and another three to four year rebuild. No doubt about it in my mind. Starting, you're starting all over again. If there's an inaction, wow. that's that. Now I might be wrong, but that's my opinion.
11: Yeah. You know, that was a great article. And and you (laughs)
1: know what's going to be funny, Johnny O's? I'm going to be telling everybody, hey, I see this is a three or four year rebuild. And they're going to say, Gary, you said that three times already. And I'm going to say, I know I have, (laughs) but it's the truth. And and you know what? I said it this time and I was 100% correct. And when I say it again in 12 months, when they don't make moves and strengthen this program right now, I'll be saying it again in 12 months and I'm going to be just as right then too.
11: All right, now check this out. I just got an idea. Tell me if this is crazy. Everybody's so angry. We are finally, finally. You know, this is this is how we how we supposed to act on the field with no fear and aggressiveness. You know that's how we used to to play. You know, using our, our wisdom, and and our speed and strength. You know, finally we get to that point. You know, everybody's so mad. You know, you know. imagine if Golden does nothing. You know, how oh. mad do you think the players are going to play next year, you know, to prove it's going to be not only the players against the world, it's the players and the coaches against the world. Yeah, it's going to be bad.
1: And, and, but do you think and,
11: and, that it can have that re- the reverse psychology of not doing nothing? All right, the whole world now, you know, hates us. Let's go out and prove everybody wrong.
1: No, because what they have right, what they're doing right now isn't good enough. And you know, yeah, maybe you know, I I think the schedule's a little friendlier next year. I think the the early part of the schedule is going to be pretty soft, and they're going to be able to start, you know, four and zero, four and one, something like that. And you know, maybe they can get, you know, to eight wins or something. But you know, they're going to be stuck in quicksand if they don't make some major moves here, in my opinion.
11: So you, you 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 understand what I'm saying, right? The attitude that we feel now, you know, taking that into next year, you know, I don't like know. Super I, I, don't,
1: I think it's way bigger than that. Uh, I think these oh, kids have got way okay. too. They're way too accustomed to losing and not having success, and uh, I, I think the program needs a whole new chemistry. Just needs a whole new atmosphere, a whole new chemistry. It needs some new faces. Uh, coming in there and pushing these kids and, and getting their minds right and um, coming back in September and being ready to be a different type of football team.
2: You know,
11: does anybody listen to you?
1: I don't know, man. I, I try. Say,
11: you know, it's I, just do my, I do my
1: best, Johnny O. <laughs>
11: I mean, do you do you do, you know do you talk to any of these people that that you know the one any any of these coaches or head honchos over there? I on a, a personal that they, basis? My
1: guess is they often see a lot of what I write and what I say. I would think they do. I mean, you know, you... you
11: I try you, to be you, honest, you,
1: man. I mean, I've been He who teaches has
11: wisdom because I've, I've they, been they've this, learned.
1: I've been around this program you know, since 1979, man. I've seen some of the best do it.
11: I've seen exactly. what works.
1: I've, I've seen what doesn't work, man. And right now, what I see going on could not be further than what than what works. And, I, you know, I thought Al Golden had a lot of potential, but he needs to change what he's doing, and he needs to do it quickly.
11: You know that um, I had a scary thought, and I'm, for all you guys listening out there, I'm going to hang up now quickly because all these people have been talking too long. So you're welcome. Um, I had a scary thought that uh, nothing's going to happen. Nothing is going to happen. Well, We're just going to ride out into the fall just how we are.
1: I, I, I think that... If Al Goldman had his perfect world, nothing would happen. I just – I don't see how that's an option right now. I really don't. <laughs> I kind
11: of agree with you, man, but, I, man.
1: I don't you see know. how it's an option. Yep. All right, Johnny O.
11: Yeah, keeping it yeah, short yeah, and sweet for you guys out there hanging on, man. You
1: got it, Thank man. you. Keep me on
11: hold. Happy New Year.
1: Same to you. Same to you. Thanks for being part of the show, as always. All right, let's go out now to the um, 484. You're now live on Kane Sport Live.
3: Hey, what's going on, Gary? Happy holidays.
1: Hey, same to you, same to you. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year, man. Who's this? Hey, it's Philly. All right, Philly, what you got um, for us this
3: yeah, time? You know what? I think they just need to do like what the Jets did and the Bears did, just like clean house. Like, now they fired the head coach in the um, GM. They need man. You know, just go ahead and just let Golden go and let, um, let Blake James go next year. Like like start fresh.
1: What a, uh, Blake James hasn't done anything wrong.
3: Blake James sounds like Al Golden. I mean you listen to him. It's like it's like uh, why is my AD Dream no, no, A you
5: why does why my A D
3: sound like Al Golden?
1: Who
5: does like, why Blake is he James why
3: like, why is he having the same loser mentality? Don't say nothing. Wait,
1: wait, wait. It doesn't mean that he has the same mentality. Who, who does this he work
3: for? He, he for? he works for the Board it? of Trustees okay. Okay. and he works yeah. for the
1: President, right? Wait, wait, time out. Okay. He works for okay. the Board okay. of okay. Trustees Time out, time out, time out. Works for the Board of Trustees and the President, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The Board of Trustees and the President have told him Blake, Al Golden's coming back. So what you know, what's he supposed to do? He's gotta support Al Golden. He's gotta do everything he can do to give him the best chance to succeed and if that means coming out publicly and making statements to set the record straight so that certain rumors and and false statements that are being made don't catch fire and important people don't believe what they're hearing and seeing then then that's what he feels is best and you know i, I don't have, I, oh. I i think there's no beefs with Blake James i i agree with so, you any
8: price not making this question me, but let me ask you this question. So, okay, the end of the
3: year we lost Louisville, he comes out and says, We're gonna be better at the end of the year, than we were at the beginning of the year, we're gonna be better than we were than last year. We're so six and seven. At the six and seven, my head coach says, We even though we're six and seven, that's our record, we have seen improvement. Blake James even even says, I don't get into the X and O's, I don't I can't tell you that I can't tell you this and that, but um even though we're six and seven, I, we we did show improvement. If you don't know, the ex is no. You don't know what position you need to be a place. How you know we showing the proof? Why are you signing just like my head coach, who's a loser?
1: Exactly. I don't think that's intent. I, you know, I I think he's just trying to calm down the fan base. I I really do. It's not calm. He's not,
8: but but it's not. He's not it's not down the fan
1: base. somebody who's misinformed or anything like that. He didn't create this mess. He didn't hire anybody that's in place. He doesn't have the then power. Then not say nothing. Early. That's the
3: that's thing. That's the that's thing. You letting your head coach. Like even even when Golden was pursuing a Penn State job, okay, he was a, he had him and um assistant McCall recruits telling them like, Okay, you know, I was gonna be the head coach, you know, he's on Twitter or whatever, making statements. Shut up. Don't say nothing. You know, why why is it that you're like you're acting like Jimmy Jones Jimmy Jerry Jones and and freaking Dan Snyder and you're like Rooney. Just shut up. Don't say nothing. Let your head coach be your head coach. If you want him to handle the
5: team, yeah. But be here's the what face happens.
3: Face the he program, let him be Here, the face of the program.
1: Now. Let me tell you what happens if he doesn't say anything. Okay, Gary Furman goes on Kane Sport and tells you guys Al Golden's not being fired. Um, I've I have been told by very high authorities at the university Al Golden's not being fired. And you got thirty guys sitting there saying Gary, you're full of shit. My, my board of trustees friend. Says that Al Golden's going to be gone by the end of the week. And now that catches fire, and you got people running around believing, having absolutely no idea who the person is that's posting that on a message board, and yet they're running around and everyone's saying Al, Go- Al Golden's being fired in a week. Do you know how many phone calls I've gotten in the last two days based on absolute nonsense that's been posted on the message board? And, it's okay. and, and, and people. People believe what they see, and you know. So now you got. But wait, let me finish.
0: They're, they're in the like, middle no, of. Recru-
1: they're in the middle of recruiting right now. You have an angry fan base that's threatening to cancel donations and season tickets. The athletic director just wants the true story out on the street, okay? And I'm a vehicle for that. That's why you see us writing stories on CaneSport, Sport because rabid followers of this program, the greatest fans of this program, are on CaneSport.com. Every single day. And that's you guys. Okay. And, you know, that's why you see us writing the story and you see him talking to us because we are a vehicle for him to communicate with you guys and tell you what's really going on so that you're not misinformed and you're not sitting there reacting to somebody jumping on the message board with some nonsense that he's got a friend on the board of trustees that's working on a backdoor buyout. Okay.
3: And, and that's but Gary, and that's but, like but that, happened that happens on every board. That happens on every single board. Like, I was on the Michigan board, and you got Michigan fans saying, oh, we're not getting hardball. My brother, Chief, Benz, said hardball's going to the Raiders. Oh, we're getting the other cut list. Cut list, cut list not coming. We're going after um John and Gruden. John Gruden's going to be here. That happens on every single board. I
1: understand
5: that you, you have
3: But, an athletic but the AD group. didn't come out and say anything.
1: I understand, but you have an athletic director that is trying to communicate with you. You. He's trying to talk to you, and he's trying to tell you, guys, this is what's really going on, okay? You know, you want to be mad at him for that? I mean, that's your right. But, I mean, and, and I agree, there have been times this year where I didn't think he should say anything, because it was pretty obvious that, that what was going on wasn't going to be good enough. Um, but right now, he's just trying to communicate with you. He's trying to let you ha- have the insight of knowing what the truth is what's really is going on. And I think you but guys, you
3: know, you know okay. Yep. Well, let's, let's go, Blaze. James,
1: we'll get to that. To my other
3: point of just, of just basically, they need a clean slate because, realistically, I mean, okay, look at look at okay, look at when we hire Al Golden. Look at the candidates that were involved. Okay, you had um, you had Whittingham from Utah, Kevin Sutherland was at Houston. Okay, you had Dan Mullen, you had Al Golden, you had Mark Tresman, you had Randy Edsel. And I think it was
10: um Tellerville as well. Look at your it's, finalists. Look at look, the look at the, I, I
1: look at, him,
10: look at at the finalists.
1: Yeah, but Sumlin didn't want the job. He never interviewed for the job. Dan, Dan Mullen wanted the job. He he had a horrible interview. They didn't like him. Kyle Whitten. He I don't
0: think he but look, but, okay,
3: but 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 look at your finalists. Look at your finalists. Randy Etsel, Al yep. Golden, yep. and Mark Fresman. All Correct. of them about to get fired. Yeah.
1: They didn't okay. have a very good
3: Martin pool, in the And Preston, Preston, did, he, he, Preston just got fired. Yeah. Then you hired
1: Al Golden. I agree.
3: Then you hired Al Golden. uh you're talking about him making stats and giving him a week. Girl, he don't know how to put together a good stand. See, look at the thing. But he, got, he got Jed Fish, okay? He waited the whole month to hire Jed Fish, okay? Jed Fish goes to Jacksonville. Jed gets fired. You know what Jed did? Jed took one of his best recruiters, to, um, Terry Richardson. That's probably one of the best hires he ever made.
1: Besides no, I, um,
3: besides, besides, I, Merrick Fitzgerald was
1: a horrible recruiter. Merrick was you a know good recruiter.
3: Terry, you know, he Terry was a good recruiter in
1: You know, Terry Richardson had Broward County Northeast High School and he never recruited Stacy Coley?
10: Whose fault is that?
1: Well, Terry Richardson.
10: Whose fault is
3: that? I mean, look at the staff. Look at our staff. Okay? This kid's avoiding the in like the plague.
1: Eddie Eddie John look at, look, Eddie look, at,
3: look at, at how many kids look Eddie at Jackson,
1: at how
6: many kids
1: Eddie Jackson from Boyd Anderson High School in Broward County, uh, which also was Terry Richardson's area, is starting at Alabama at cornerback as, as a as a second year player. Was but, Terry, not, but Terry
3: Terry wasn't here. Wasn't recruited. Terry wasn't here. Terry, Terry wasn't here when, when when you're looking at A. Jackson. Yes, he was. Terry, was, Terry was like Terry like two, two like two years two three years ago. Yes,
1: but Eddie Jackson.
3: Okay, was Eddie, a, Eddie Jackson. Wait, Eddie, Eddie Jackson was, was a freshman. And, and was this was a freshman rec- last year.
1: He was not recruited by Miami.
3: Okay, well, who else they recruit? But well, the thing about Jerry who else they recruit? Okay, let's look at it. Okay, let's let's, let's, let's be let's be serious. Look at the the misses we had. Look at who we had on staff. We we had Barrow on staff. Okay, we got Helby Brown on staff. We got all these guys supposed to be recruiters. Okay, Larry Scott. Where, where's Where's Ermine Lane? Where's Travis Rudolph? Where's Johnny Dixon? Where's Octavia Scott? Where's 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 Sony um, Michelle? Where's Dalvin Cook? Where's Matthew Thomas? Jernard Boxer? Keith 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 Bryant? James Burgess? I mean, where are these guys? Where's Ridley Where's really going? versus Becker? I mean, these guys are avoiding my and like you, you said it. You said it yourself. Just a, a couple calls ago. You got Irvin, a legacy, who's trying to avoid this program like the plague. That should not happen. Regardless of where he's, he's, he's like, he he's needs to so, That's he's,
1: why He needs to so overhaul his coaching staff.
3: But, he, but the thing about it is, is Gary, he's not—he's not a good coach. If he look, the staff he could put together was—if he would have got Terry Richardson, brought came with him, he should have got um, Partridge when he was a defensive line coach at Wisconsin. Got him like maybe like Telly Lockett from um, Miami from Western to be, be, be coach on his staff. Got made Mark Donatrio a linebacker coach instead of making defensive coordinator. Maybe he would have had I mean, okay. Even when Barrow left, even like when Michael Barrow left, why not have made D'Onofrio defensive coordinator and linebacker coach, and then make Hurley Brown um, safety's coach and Paul Williams um, quarterback coach, and then make um, then move up um, Ice Harris for running back coach. Then you created another position. You got you got Hurley Brown at a better position, it would help with the secondary, and you have better recruit on the other side than you have now. There's the thing, he doesn't think, Gary, you keep talking about him him being a CEO and making moves. Look at those moves, he's not making smart moves. You got you got you got Clint Hurt available. I mean Graciano, like like Butch Davis, you got all these guys, you got um uh Jim Levitt available. I mean this is what kind of really hurts. Because you, you No, know, well, I agree. available Right and, now, you know, every we're day stuff, that we're goes by, we're
1: like Al Golden and he's not I, I mean, a, no moves. He's not talking. Yeah, every, every day that goes by, it gets worse and worse. And, I, and and I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. You know, I, that zero percent that we've been talking about, um, I, I I think is, is 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 very close to changing. I really do, but we'll see. You know,
3: we'll, I mean, we'll see it, what happens. It, it, it's a shame, Because I mean, recruit,
1: recruiting I is but, uh, you know, we'll I mean, see look, what happens.
9: So. Recruiting is suffering.
3: I mean, look at look at the secondary. Look at our secondary. I mean, you got – look at – it seems like every year we're in a strong position. We, have, we don't know how to get none of it. You know, like Let this year – Let me
5: tell you something.
3: You got McFadden. You got, um, you got Arnett. You got the two Davis boys. And who are we getting?
1: Well, I'll tell you. I just left the Under Armour All-Star game uh, camp yesterday. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and – There's seven kids up there committed to Florida State, okay, with the promise of more. There's 14 kids up there committed to Alabama. You know how many Miami commits are in that game? Zero. 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 Okay, there's three kids that might realistically, possibly come to Miami. Marcus Lewis, Kendrick Norton, and Devontae Phillips, and not one of them is a sure thing.
2: Not
3: at all.
1: You know, and, and, and that right there tells you all you need to know.
3: But that's – you know, but I said, Gary, it's just, you know, you, you got a clean house. I mean, I'm hoping, like, the next president decides to just, just – he whatever, he or she decides to just clean house, you know, start with a new AD, new head coach, and just go from there. They just rebuild yeah, well, listen, it. Listen, if he's not the last make, 10 years,
1: to make – If he can't make significant coaching changes – and and revitalize his staff, and he's going to sit there in status quo. And I don't see how you bring him back. But and that's, that's, that's I'm saying that's that zero percent chance. Every day that goes by, that zero percent chance, in my opinion, uh, might start moving upward. But the thing, I'll leave you with
3: this. i don't get that to call us, I'll leave you with this. I don't think it's going to happen because one, he was never prepared. He was never prepared for this job. Okay, going from Temple, he should have went to another job. You know, another, another another job, made a better connection, you know, and, and and perfected his craft better before he got the Miami job. Okay. Second, you look at his staff. Every time like, I post a message on the message board about a head coach, I always say I wonder what kind of staff he's going to put together. Because you look at their staff. You look at when at FIU, you look at his staff. You look at which staff Butch put together when he was in North Carolina and when he was in here. When he was in North Carolina, Butch had the, the offensive line coach who now for the line coach at um, Arkansas? Who's one of the best recruiters and one of the best the line coaches? And he had um, Tommy who who's one of the best recruiters in SEC. He's over in Tennessee helping them get a recruiting class. So I mean, you look at the kind of staff he put together, and you look at what, what, what Al Gore put together here. And he had he had Brandon Carroll, who was, was decent. He wasn't a good, wasn't a great play coach, you know, at USC. He was a decent recruiter. You got um, George McDonald who basically came with Jed Fish from Minnesota, okay. Then you bring in Terry Richardson who you say wasn't that good either. Okay. So you so you
0: he didn't so have you a
3: staff. You, know what I'm saying? you look at the staff that Al will put together. The only had James Cole because of Mary Crystal Ball. You look at his staff he put together. He's a he's a moving Hurley brown Hurley Brown around. Instead of instead of when um Barrow left Go ahead and making Denosferio linebacker coach and defensive coordinator, and making Hurley Brown safety's coach or secondary coach, along with um Paul Williams helping that side out. He didn't do that. He made him running back coach instead. You know and that, and that hurt us with getting guys like Sony, like Sony Michelle, and Dalvin Cook. So I mean, that's the thing he does—he doesn't make smart moves. You know, it goes to red shirting, it goes to playing people early, it goes to development, game planning, and staff. He, he's not a good head coach, Gary. He's not. Look at his record. His record tells you. His record here here and at Temple against quality, t- t- quality talent, against teams that, that lose less than five games or win more than eight, or win eight or more, is not good. His staff is not good. His recruiting is not good. Anytime there's a strong year, at a position, how many of that position do we get? We don't. His decision-making. So, I mean, he was not prepared for this job. And, he, and, and I, it's, it's, the thing is that we're basically basically going to pass a year-long kidney stone. That's what we're doing. We're passing a year-long kidney stone for the next year.
1: Yeah, well, you can't do that. Okay, That's why – I don't know if you read the column I wrote yesterday. In action right now, we'll bury this program for several years. You can't have a year-long kidney stone. And I'll tell you, that is is a great (laughs) analogy you just came up with. Oh, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, I, I give you mad, 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 mad props for that one. I mean, that is an awesome analogy. But you can't afford a year-long kidney stone right now. You can't, not unless you want to be buried for five more years.
3: But a great show, man. Have a happy new year, and uh, I'll go ahead. Just keep me on. And listen to the call.
1: You got it, man. Hey, thank you for being part of it. Let's go out now to the. Um, let's go to the seven o six. You're now live on Cain Sport Live.
3: Hey, what's up, Gary? This is Sebastian, man. I didn't think I was gonna get on the call, man.
1: You're on, I'm man. I'm so excited, talk, talk man. Real quick, man, we we got a little more than an hour to go. I got a lot of people okay. gotta fit in. Let's okay,
3: I, okay, okay. Real, real real quick. First of all, uh, great analogy all year long. Uh, I really just basically wanted to just say a couple of things, and then I'm gonna let, let you go. One, I think we're gonna be looking for another coach next year. I don't think I don't see anything from the staff that's gonna change my opinion of what they're gonna do. I look at that South Carolina game, which is a very, very winnable game, and I'm going to show you we lost that game based upon what I've been saying all along, coaching. We're going, it's third and nine, and we're like going to get ready to kick a 40-some yard field goal. We run the ball, we lose some yards on the play, and then we go out to kick a field goal. We don't have all of our folks out on the field. And if Al no, Golden is that. a special team coach, that's his attention to detail, man. And we blew a golden opportunity right then and there. So basically, my long story short of my point about this is, I don't think he's a great X's and O coach. I don't think he really kind of manages the game all the way throughout. And I just don't think we have that talent there at the coaching level. And we're falling further and further and further behind the Florida State's, the Alabama, all these other prominent teams that's just snatching all our recruits up in there. So, Eric, can you tell me anything that gives me any type of hope for next year?
1: I can't answer that yet. Talk to me in a week or two. Right now, Let me ask no. you this
3: question. Will, will you have another show on between now yeah, yeah, and, yeah, we'll
1: say, today? Oh, yeah, we'll schedule shows. That won't be an issue. Here's what I'll tell you, and, and we're in the middle of doing this right now, and, and we'll be putting it up in the next day or so, um, too. But we're doing a deep evaluation of the team and, and, and what's left. And and there is still some very good young talent on this team, um, guys coming up that could be very good football players. Uh, the cupboard is not there. It's far from hopeless. You know, yada, yada, yada. If it, Al Golden needs to take care of his business in one way or the other. Okay. And okay. And, and once that's done, um, I think that we can evaluate where they're at and, and go on from there. But, um, you know, until we. One see last
3: comment, then you can go after this, Gary. Are,
1: it's hard to really have a strong opinion.
3: Yeah. can you talk? Can you talk a little bit about the reaches and kids that we get that add no value to the program?
1: The Jake
3: O'Donnells. I mean, kids that we get that we pass up other talent here in South Florida that we don't get absolutely nothing for. I mean, when Butch Davis were here, he got something out of Andre King. He got something out of Aaron Mosier. He got something out of Greg Popovich, Popovich the safety. We, we we got players on our teams that just wear the uniform but don't do anything. What are they, just, just practice dummies? And we let other kids like Jackson go off to Alabama and do other great things that we overlook and don't recruit. What can you say
11: about that?
1: It's terrible. And it's a terrible job by the coaches in the field. you know, And it's a bad job by Al Golden as the final authority on, on who gets scholarships. And that is a way bigger cloud than the cloud that's talked about every day. The cloud. That, that, see, everybody
3: every day, talks about all Devin this Shapiro, other stuff. I'm so tired of colleges. we reach to go get these kids from Pennsylvania and all these other places that come on our squad that do absolutely nothing for us. Absolutely nothing for us. You know, the Earl Moores, the Jelani Hamilton, which I think was a bust. I don't think that was really a reach on a kid. I think that was just a bust. But we get, you know, the the Corey Kings, you know, people that's on our team, that's never really going to do anything for us. And I'm just kind of like, are we just missing it that badly on talent?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. And like I'm saying, that's a way bigger cloud than the cloud that everybody talks about. I think
3: that's a a much bigger problem than the product that I see on the field because it's kind of like you don't even have the right ingredients to make the cake. You know what I mean?
1: Just look at Al Golden's first – full recruiting class. Not the year when he took over, but the next year.
3: You don't want to get me started on kids. that because his number one recruit was Osen Pierre. What has Osen Pierre done for us this year? No, no, I'm not
1: talking How about many about tackles that? in the backfield? I know, I know, How many, many sacks has he, he ever made? I'm out, I'm out. I'm, out. I'm not talking about that year. I agree with you. But I'm not talking about that year. I'm talking the next year. The first full year when they signed 33 kids. 15 of the 33 have made zero contribution to the program at all. They never played. Yeah. That's unforgivable. Yeah. That's Terry Richardson. Yeah. That's Jed Fish. That's the the coaches that are still here, that have been here from day one, who did a horrible job out in the field.
2: That's yeah. like being. On, yep.
1: That's not like being on probation. That's like being on two probation. That's that worse. Absolutely worse. Have, it's it's like trying
3: me. to fight with your hand behind your back.
1: That's why
3: you You know,
5: and,
3: and, and I want to make this comment, Gary, because I know you got to close the show down. And I'm going to tell you right now, okay? No, gonna, I, I've accepted. We're going. <laughs> we're go ahead. We got
1: another outro of this.
3: Okay, okay. I wanted to say this because I've accepted the fact we're going to be looking for another coach next year, and so here's my here's my recommendation on the coach we need to get. You need to get somebody along the lines of a Butch Davis. Not that we need Butch Davis, but let me tell you my autopsy of why you need a Butch Davis. You need a coach who has won at the highest level. You need a coach that has that experience so they can be able to tell and real talented kids say, look, I know your goal is to get to the league and you want to do some awesome things, but let me coach you because – I know when I'm done with you, you're going to be a finished product, and you're going to be able to make it to the next level. I'll give you a perfect example of that. Bubba Franks was a project when he came to University of Miami. But I saw how that guy got coached up and developed. And when he left, he was a first-round draft pick. You know, Vernon Carey, you know, I mean, all those players Jimmy was able to take, develop them, and was able to turn them into a finished product to make it to the next level. Because Miami's measuring stick is always going to be, can you beat Florida State? And the coach we have right now, unfortunately, we're 0-4 against them. Because whenever you're able to beat Florida State or compete well against Florida State, you end up like Eric Flowers, leaving the university, getting ready to be drafted in the first or the second round, or Clyde Walford, who raised his stock value. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So that's all I basically want to say. I know we're going to be looking for another coach sometime next year, and I just hope if we get somebody, we get somebody who's won at the highest level. I'm really, really beginning to get sold on Kirby Smart from Alabama, because what you're going no, to have is you're going to have somebody.
1: A, no, 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 no. Why never not? been head coach. You cannot experiment here anymore. Enough, enough with the experiments. You, you can't okay. hire somebody that's not a proven commodity. You see, well, you see what Michigan that's a I, I agree
3: with you on that. You got to get a coach that has won at the highest level. You got to. You got to. You can't. You can't take a chance on somebody's like a man, main major. I don't fault Al Golden because what he did was successful at a place like Temple. Also, it's just not successful brilliant. at a place like Miami.
1: No, he did. He really didn't do that much at Temple. He never beat a good team. He never beat. He didn't beat teams that 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 were anything special. But Al Gordon is a businessman who did a phenomenal job in showing steady progress at Temple, packaging himself well. He put together a 300-page presentation for Miami on, on what he could do at Miami and why he should get that job, and he got it. And you know what it meant to him? Millions of dollars. He is financially set for life now. You could only admire Al Golden, the businessman. But the problem is Al Golden, the football coach, didn't come to Miami with the understanding of what it would take to succeed at Miami. And now that he's finally probably figuring it out four years into the game, he's in a royal mess. Okay, And it might be too big of a mess for him to get out of. Um, every day that goes by, it gets tougher and tougher, in my opinion.
3: You know, I want to coach at the highest level because who can he call – to say, hey, come and join all my staff. It's different than Butch Davis, who was at the Cowboys, who won a national championship in Miami, who won Super Bowls at Dallas. They say, look, I want to do something special down in Miami. Can you come down here and help me? He doesn't have that pedigree. He never coached in the NFL. So we need somebody that has coached at the highest level and has been successful at the highest level like a I don't I don't, I don't know who you get like maybe like a Mark Rick I'm not saying we need a Mark Rick but a person that's a coach who's won a national championship at Florida State you know what I mean who's been successful because you need to be able to send in somebody's kid saying look I know where you're going but I can get you there we don't have a coach right now that can sit in somebody's living room and say that. We've had four years of saying, I, "This is what I'm going to do," and what has it gotten us? This season was horrible. There's no way in the world with the talent that we have this year that we should have lost seven games, seven to the teams we lost to. I no mean, argue. some of the teams that beat us. The, the some of the teams that beat us was like, I'm shocked we beat Miami. I thought they were better than this. Yeah, this is horrible. This is absolutely horrible. Keep me on line. I look forward to some of your other shows or whatnot. Um, do you think we have any other, besides the three guys that you talked about in far recruiting that we have a chance of getting, do we have any other shot at anybody else? The kid from California, the green kid, or the linebacker Houston? The, we got a chance to those still two the guys?
6: The, the Houston,
1: my people in California don't think there's any chance. They expect him to go to USC. Um, Green is, you know, still there. Uh, if Jethro Franklin gets fired, forget about it. You know, I mean, that's that's a that's a Jethro Frank, Franklin uh, guy that's built a relationship there. Um, I still think it's a long shot either way, um, but we'll just have to see, you know let, let's see what happens here in the next week. I, I think it's all going to come into focus in the next week by what moves or Al Golden makes or doesn't make. Um, every day that goes by, like I said, I think it gets hairier and hairier. Um, if there's no moves made, um, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I think anything could be on the table. I really do. And, and I don't want to get too crazy here and get people stirred up. Um, but let's just see what happens here over the next week. And, and then it will we'll be able to say specifically, you know, do, do we think Houston and green and, and, and any of these other guys, if there's any chance, um, the guys that I saw at Under Armour this weekend, I do think they're alive. Um, but I do also think that a lot's going to depend on what happens here in the next week or two. Alrighty. Good
3: question. Do we, have, do we have a chance at Sean Burgess-Becker or he's sailed at no Alabama? Chance. That's a done, done deal.
1: He's a done deal. Yeah. He told, he told me yesterday he's totally finished with recruiting. So we'll see. Now, I did oh. hear that he might have great issues, so we'll see. You know? Oh, my and, God. And that's if, that's and if, any, well, any potential well, players transferring yeah, let's, let's out of the program. Say, if he doesn't get into Alabama early – Ridley's going in uh, mid-semester here. Okay, if Burgess Becker's not there with him at that time, to me, anything's possible. We'll see. But I. But as of right any now, he, he's not considering Miami anymore.
3: Any players considering in the program right now considering transferring out that we should be looking forward to?
1: I, I, I just have a I feeling know. that we're probably
3: going to lose some players.
1: Not that we know of right now, no. So we'll okay, see. how's Herb Waters um, doing? Is did, he okay? Is he
3: going to be on the Tyree, team next year?
1: I did hear some Tyree Brady whispers at one point, but you know, n- nothing concrete. So we'll see.
3: What about Herb Waters? Is he okay? He's going to be there next year?
1: I think so. Yeah, there's no – he's not right. All right, right. Gary. All right. Awesome, jockey.
3: Hold, man. Right. I appreciate it. Appreciate you. you, man.
1: Thank you for being part of the show. All, All right. right. Let's take a deep breath here. 646-595-2048 the number. Let's go out to the 702, which I believe is Las Vegas, Nevada. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, Gary. This is Anthony. What's up, Anthony? You're in Vegas, right?
4: Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm in Orlando. We talked a couple of times before. I oh, okay. still have a Vegas number. I lived out in Vegas for a while. But, hey, I, I just kind of want to ask you one simple question. How did we get here, dude? How did we get to this point? Our program is like so, just messed up.
1: Well, I mean, you got here, you know, because people are underperforming in their jobs. I mean, athletic directors have underperformed, football coaches have underperformed, and uh, president, you know, there's not a
4: you've got to say the president.
1: Okay, the president. Because I think I think,
4: I think I think I think I think all the leadership has underperformed, underperformed. and that's why we're here. And that's why we're and, here.
1: And, you know, the, I don't fault Coach Golden at all for the mistakes he's made. Me neither.
4: I mean, Me neither. I think he wasn't makes,
1: ready make, for this. He
4: wasn't ready right. for this job. And but our the mistake, leaders and the people that should have been making decisions made a horrible decision when they hired Coker. They made a horrible decision when they hired Shannon. And now they made another so, horrible decision when they hired Al Golden.
1: I don't think you can say they made a horrible decision with Coker because they got to the national championship game two, games, two years in a row. OK, that's, yeah, not, a bad, that's not a bad decision. Well, but that's not a bad decision now. Come on. Let's be honest. I mean, you you go to, you know, it, it was the right decision for that team at that time. They went to back to back national championship games. Problem was big picture, long term. He didn't have what it was going to take. And, you know, the the thing I was saying about Coach Golden is, I, I you know, I don't. the the learning curve doesn't bother me. You know, I I mean, I, I think the guy came here with an enormous amount of potential. The mistake was he didn't act 12 months ago when it was, when they lost to Louisville in that game, the way they did, it was smacking him in the face that he needed to make changes in this program. And he talked himself out of doing it and he did absolutely nothing. And when you do nothing in football, when you have problems, the problems only continue to get worse and that's what's happened here. And now, he, he, if he's not willing to make massive changes very quickly here, he is in a point of no return position. And if there are not changes made here in the next week or so, um, then I think all bets are off, and anything is possible. That's just my opinion.
4: Listen, I'm not even I I don't even get mad at Golden anymore because for me, Golden was never a good fit for the Miami job. He's a Big Ten guy. He should have stayed in the Big Ten or he should have stayed in the WAC where he came from. He he was never a, the coach that should have been hired here at Miami. We Obviously, we didn't have a lot to choose from, but he wasn't the right fit to, get, uh, to keep us going, to keep building this program. But I'm going to give you a list of things that have destroyed this program. Number one, not rebuilding or trying to rebuild the Orange Bowl, knocking down the Orange Bowl. We have no, we have nothing anymore. I mean, what do we have? We go to Joe Robbie, forty minutes away from uh, from Miami. I mean, to, let's, to go walk yeah, the but football let's game.
1: but let's be fair about something. They're getting ready to put about three hundred and fifty million dollars into that place. That's going to be a very nice stadium in a year. Now I know it's yeah, forty five million. but it's, not, million it's never
4: our. It'll never I know. Be our stadium. We have a right. stadium, and, right. and, it and they chose and they chose not to do anything to 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 re-up it or get it back up into shape. They could have did that. They could have did that, but they chose to take the easy route out and just knock it down and knock down all the history we had there. That's one. There's one right there. Okay. The administration letting that weasel into our program. The many that guy put out so many signs that they should have been watching and they weren't. Okay, that's two. Okay? Being cheap on hiring coaches. Being cheap, not wanting to spend money. Not going after the quality coaches when they're available. That's three. I could keep going. I could keep. These are all administration type deals, management type deals. We have mismanaged this program to the point to where it's at right now. And and this is decisions that are being made by the up the the the, the board and the president and uh, and uh, the working administration there at the university because they've been cheap. Because they've made bad decisions, we're where we're at right now. our program is where it is right now, and unless they make one solid decision and start fixing the mistakes that they've made, because you know the only people that are suffering are the fans and these kids that are these poor kids that have decided to to try to bring their program back because anytime something goes wrong, they always throw it on the kids they suspend the kids they 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 uh they tell the kids that you know they throw kids under the bus and they're not executing. That's all bullcrap. Yeah, no argument. I mean, I, I just, I, I you know, it's just been one horrible mistake after the next, and and we just need we need a president that's going to come here that's going to have the passion to bring this program back, and that's going to make solid, sound decisions, not just going to make. Decisions off the cuff And put our program deeper and deeper Into, you know, where we're at Right now I mean, Golden, listen, I don't even get mad at Golden Anymore, he's got his boys, he brought his Boys with him, they weren't ready To coach at Miami They tried to change the blueprint of Miami And look at where it's got us You know, that's all they knew That's all Golden and his staff And his guys knew, is the Big Ten type football And you gotta come to South Florida where kids are a little rough around the edges, and they don't know how to deal with that. They didn't know the system. They didn't, they didn't have a blueprint. When Bush Davis came, he had a blueprint because he worked under Jimmy Johnson. He worked with Jimmy Johnson. So he knew how to recruit, how to talk to kids, how to talk to parents. How to He knew what to do. He had a blueprint. Golden had no idea. He was over his head. Made so many bad decisions, so many rookie coach decisions. And, and look where we're at now. Look where we're at. Yep. And it all started from the top. All you right. Hey, let me uh,
1: l- let me let some other people get on. You got anything else you want to talk about tonight?
4: That's it, bud. That's it. All right, Thanks man. Thanks for having hey, me on. Hey, Happy you for New being Year. Part of the show. You,
1: you got it. Happy New Year to you too. All right, all right let's go out now to the uh, 504. You are now live on Kane Sport Live. How you doing tonight?
9: I'm good, Garrett. How you doing, man? What's going on?
1: Doing good. Who's this?
9: Uh, this is Roland, man. What's happening?
1: Hey, what's up, Roland? How you been? Happy New Year. I,
9: I'm uh, you too, man. I'm not gonna hold you. I know you got a bunch of people calling in. But uh what you think about Len Fournette? That's first oh,
1: So
9: what I tell you, Gary. Gary, what I tell you about. Oh, that's right. Yeah,
1: we talked about him Remember, a year we, ago. Yeah. We he talked is. about
9: that. I kept saying Miami need to recruit, recruit Fournette. Recruit Fournette. He, was never,
1: but he was never going anywhere but LSU. That was that
9: issue. But I'm saying I, I mean back in ninth grade I'm not going to go back that far. Yeah, yeah,
1: don't waste time talking about him. He's unbelievable.
9: But man, a beast. But, um, yeah. what a, what a, but Brendan Carroll, remember we talked about that? Brendan yeah. Carroll shouldn't be coaching a wide receivers. Um,
1: It's a bad I, fit. I, even, I agree.
9: Horrible. He shouldn't even be. And then he's recruiting kids out in California and, and, and Jet Franklin recruiting guys out in California. I mean – you, and that guy, that kid Green, that, that D tackle, he's not coming here. None of them kids Probably. are coming here, man. You know it, and I know it. None of those guys Probably. are coming here.
1: They like None Miami. They, they were impressed by Miami, but I, at the end of the day, I don't think they're coming across the country.
9: And you know, it's so ironically, you mentioned on the game, all those kids from Alabama, all those kids from looking at Florida State, and um, and I know you can't mention it here, and, and I want what even put you in a position, but it's interesting. Very, very interesting that that things are very, very quiet right now because you're not hearing anything from administration. You're not hearing anything from the coaching staff. Um, well, um, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I mean, I, I, there's one or two things happening. Either he's Al Golden's working behind the scenes to make some moves. Well, it could be one. It's one of three things. Either he's working behind the scenes to make some moves. Either he's planning on doing nothing. Or three, he's evaluating whether he really wants to stay here or not. Because what he is facing is monumental, okay? And I wrote about this yesterday as well. I, it, it, you know, if he's sitting there making a list of things he needs to fix, it's a, it better be a long list because there's a lot of things he needs to fix. And um, but, he doesn't have a lot of time to waste getting at it. So one it, of those
9: three things is happening
1: right you now. And, and none of them none the surprised of me. He could walk into Blake James's office tomorrow and say, hey – you know, I don't think I'm up for this. Let's talk. Let's see what we could work out. It wouldn't shock me in the least.
9: There's
1: you know, so many position I'm not gonna coaches that it need to, to be. i because because that would be stupid. But you yeah. know, right now you have to assume he's sitting there figuring out what he's going to do next. You know, I mean, you gotta you, you yeah, gotta hope yeah. that that. But I don't. Know, we'll see. Um, I mean, I'm I'm and very puzzled by his inaction.
9: So let me let me ask you this quick question. I got two two quick questions and I'm done. So it if if he makes a change well you gotta make a change. So when you look at all different position coaches, so do you make a change from you get a a new D coordinator? Uh or just, let's say you get a new D coordinator and then let's just say you got issues at um like I say Brendan Carroll at wide receiver and you, you go out do you go out and get the, uh, a new wide receiver's coach, who's gonna make that decision? Is there gonna be a, a decision that's gonna be between Golden and, and uh Coley? You see what I'm saying? So you got all these different guys. Yeah, that, I, I mean, I like, would
1: think that I, yeah, I would he, think if, if there's offensive moves that, that you have to involve your coordinator, I would think. I mean, that's logical.
9: And I, I, honestly, I wish they would have uh, redshirted Kaya. Man, I was going to redshirted Kaya. I really don't think. I mean, he had a, for a true freshman out of high school, he has a tremendous year, but I wish he would have been redshirted. And uh, last but not least, do you think your, your gut feeling? Um, you think uh Bush davis will somehow come back in a fold of things if if, if the opportunity uh, came about
1: i don't think so you don't think i so? i think there's too many people in the power structure that were not pleased with how he left um wow. and you know he's wow. 63 he's 63 years old i mean if that job were open tomorrow my my top candidate to get it the guy I would predict would have the greatest chance would be uh,
9: Greg Schiano. Greg Schiano, you know it's yep.
1: ironic you said a, a buddy of mine played for him
9: at Tampa Bay and hated every moment. He got drafted out of bandit. He was telling me how it, it, that's a whole other story. But Schiano, I, I just I wish we'd go with Bush, Bush Davis, but I'm I'm, I'm 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 I don't know man. Yeah, I, I mean program uh, I just turned around. You know, I
1: don't think he could go it, wrong it was, with Coach Davis. You know, there, it, it wouldn't be a very high can't risk go wrong with it. No,
9: I mean, I mean, it's, it's a better risk than what we got now. I mean, I'm watching yeah, that I game. Mean, that team was. The, 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 the he, he look like you know, you got a
1: guy that can knows what to do. You know,
9: exactly. I mean, he, that team,
1: he's he's team looked like a big commodity. You know,
9: man, our team looked like a Big Ten team. Movement, guy, it, it was, it was horrendous, man. I mean it's so bad yeah, but I don't it's think really that
1: good. was the the intent was to look like a big ten team, I mean, you know they're trying to play fast you know, I don't know that that's fair, but they you know the, the they just didn't have the right chemistry, didn't have the right systems, the players didn't believe in what they were doing uh, you know Clive Walford said that, I totally agree with that, you know I mean I didn't it, even hear his, i didn't I didn't even
9: hear his comment Clive Walford. what was his comment
1: he he said the players didn't buy into the system well enough, and he's right wow. They didn't.
9: Yeah. You know how unbelievable that is. You got a guy that's getting, a senior that's born to the league, saying that the players—I mean, and you got freshmen, you got guys recruits coming in that they didn't buy into the system. That's unbelievable.
1: It tells <laughs> unbelievable. you that you need to change, you need to change the system, right? I, need, I mean, need, I mean, need, I mean need, it's, it's not it. real complicated. You know, you I, know change, not, I know it's not complicated. Change, the change chemistry. The, you you got to shake it up a little bit when things yeah. go this bad. It's really not that complicated. And,
9: and, I, I, Garrett, just keep me on hold, and, and, and we need to get a recruiter. We need to get a, a recruiter that's going to
1: Yeah, right now like, you, have one, um, you have one recruiter no. on staff, James Coley, one.
9: That's it.
1: That's and it. the head need coach. Somebody that's gonna,
9: head you, need some, you need somebody to breed in South Florida. Yeah,
1: I agree. So, and maybe Ice Harris will right. turn into your recruiter. We'll see. All right, hey, thank you for being part okay, of the well, show. Keep
9: me on hold, Garrett. Keep me on hold. You got
1: it. No, no sweat. Let's go out to the 205. You are now live on Game Sport Live. <laughs> What's up, Slaughter? I missed hearing up, that man? call. How you been? Shit, <laughs> yeah, I got a little cold, man. Thank, 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 oh, man. God, thank God we got you on. I, I, I don't think our life would have been complete without that bird call. <laughs> the t- yeah, the talk, what do you think, man? What's on your mind?
3: Oh man, it's um it's been a rough two years for me, man. My Lakers suck, man, and my and my cane suck, man, so you can I don't imagine how I'm feeling. But, you know, I think this silence, man, it's telling something very, very strong. Um i
1: me something very strong too, I agree. Well,
3: you think about it. Remember last year when he was going through the whole thing with Penn State, he didn't he wasn't saying anything and you know, you was coming out saying that he's really trying to get that job, and everybody was denying it. And you know, I think something, you know, I think one of those, one of the, one of those three things are gonna happen. You know, and me personally, he would be crazy to come back to the situation. Just think about it; wow. it's nothing less than an ACC championship.
1: If he, he, is, he is not get gonna, get gonna make significant changes, who's gonna come, to Gary? Do? Who's gonna come? There is no, well, that's the problem. (laughs) Who's going to come? That's what I said at the beginning of the show. You want to lose, lose situation. That's the problem. Nobody's coming without a two or three (laughs) year commitment and and significant money. And if you're going to have to do all that and guarantee contracts and pay huge salaries and all that, you might as well just pay the buyout.
3: Exactly. That's what you need. You just, just wipe the slate clean. Just come up with a number that both of you guys agree on. Hey, you know we're Georgia Services. Thank you for getting us through this little situation when we had it. You know, hey, thanks for my three million, however much three million dollars, however much it is. You know, but it's just it's it just no point of coming back when you like, you know, you can't go anywhere. You you constantly getting mocked. You know, just hand the keys over, man. Huh? You know, turn the keys over to the landlord and you know get you another, you know, get you another apartment or something. So, you know, it's just. It's just ridiculous, man. This yeah, I I, <laughs> I I hate I hate looking at this guy. I'm sorry. It just it just it just makes me sick thinking about Manny football. Him, man. Man.
1: I, I I feel bad least, for the guy, he, I really do. I
3: mean, don't feel bad for him. He t- he took that check. He signed that he signed yeah, that check. Yeah,
2: Nobody's nobody, feel sorry saw, for nobody what's up
1: what's going on right now. Come on.
2: Look. Nobody, look.
1: nobody signed sign for that. You gotta, you gotta. You, you, you
2: sign, yeah. I,
3: I coach high school football. If we losing, if we losing, if we getting blew out the water and we not making changes, we deserve everything we get to come coming, coming our way. We signed no, up for this.
1: That's the problem. You He's signed not up for it. He, he needed to make the changes <laughs> a year ago.
5: He should
3: have made the changes last
5: year.
3: But you're going to stick to some guys that you haven't war with in nine years? Come on, Gary. I want to tell this man has beaten is Georgia Tech when he was at Temple. Yeah. Georgia Tech, that was his biggest win at Temple. Georgia no, Tech. That
1: was, that, I think that was here. That wasn't a Temple. That was here.
3: He beat, he beat Georgia Tech at Temple. I don't think so. Well, we, we'll have to look it up. But I think he beat Georgia Tech. He ain't beat nobody. That's my point. No, he,
1: didn't, he didn't beat anybody <laughs> at Temple.
3: Been, he hasn't beat <laughs> anyone.
1: I'm going to pull the record man, up right man, now. But
3: it's, but. It's, man, but. Uh, Man, Gary, man, I'm, I ain't really have much, man. It's just I'm just frustrated. Like <laughs> we, we, it's I feel it's, it's like my my girlfriend's cheating on me, man, and I know it, but I just love it so much, I just can't leave it alone. You know, it's like man, I don't want to root for Miami no more, but I can't. You know, I can't stop rooting in, for. Him, but in, guy, in, in man, his
1: in his last year at Temple, the two biggest victories were against Villanova and Connecticut. <laughs>
3: That's even worse. <laughs>
1: okay. All right.
3: Oh, my God. This man is the worst, man. Yeah, I again. This man is the worst. In 2009,
1: the biggest victory was over Navy. Okay? But we hide this, we hide this ball. Because,
3: yeah, the 300
2: pay A-Z. In 2008,
1: they didn't beat anybody. In 2007, <laughs> they didn't beat anybody. In 2006, they didn't beat anybody. Okay, so...
3: No. Let me, me ask you something, Dan. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I watched the I watched the Randy Shannon era. Do you think which one you think is the better coach, Randy Shannon or Al Golden? They Randy just Shannon. Just your honest opinion. Randy Shannon. And that's
1: a damn shame. You know, Randy, Randy Shannon's problem wasn't Randy was as a, a good coach. coach. Don't get me wrong. Randy's I, problem I, I think was not as a coach. Randy's problems were the off the field, guy. the off the field parts of the job. That was his problem. Yeah, man, not, but that's not, the that's no. the thing, man.
3: This man beat Florida State. Should have been he should have beat them three times.
1: And he, he also never was times. able to put together a complete coaching staff.
3: I mean, but but the thing is, Gary he tried. He yes, tried.
1: Yes, he did. And he, he was tried. going to try again. He was going to replace Before four coaches. The day he got fired, he was going to replace four coaches.
8: But exactly, and you can't. But this is the thing, Gary This his first hand coaching gig.
3: Just imagine yeah. how much he would have evolved by now. I'm not saying I want Randy Shannon back. I
1: would love oh my to have God. him. Defensive
0: coordinator. He would have got
1: kids like but Teddy Bridgewater, Amari Cooper.
0: Exactly. I, I mean,
1: there is no doubt in my mind with all the issues, the last four years would have been better.
3: I think he would have got Trent Richardson, honestly. I think he would have got a kid like Trent Richardson.
1: Yeah. You know
3: so, what I'm so it's, But, it's,
1: it's, you know, woulda, shoulda, coulda, man. Everybody wanted to run Randy out of town, too, when he got fired.
3: I didn't. I, I, didn't. I, I know, honestly but didn't, did, I, did. I honestly didn't. I honestly oh, didn't because, did. like you said, man, he was – the team wasn't – the team – his years, his team was not this bad. His teams were not this bad on, like under Golden. His defense was – his defenses was not sorry. We just couldn't put up enough points. We were just throwing too many in We had, you know, uh, what's the game what, – What's the guy's name, man? Throw out them damn picks. I I've been mean, forgot this kid. I've been racing out my memory. He sucks so bad. All um, right. Yeah, Jacory has. Oh my god, that was our only problem. He, he, he you know, we, we had a good defensive line. We had good linebackers. I second that. We had gotten getting drafted first and th- first and third. You know, third round under Randy, at least. Yep. Who <laughs> we can, <getting, laughs> you know, we can free agent.
1: Yeah. Well.
3: You get he, three ages, man. Red, man his, his biggest issue is
1: definitely off the field, no doubt about it.
3: Yeah, man. In this, in this, I just hope they get it right the next time around, man. They just need to listen to the fans. And
11: guess what the Yeah, fans you're right. Want. If we
1: fail, if we everybody failed. on our message boards, right? Just, just, just it's come not, on, our the, the, well, this, on our message boards. Listen, everybody on our message boards, and, and, this and this everything the thing,
3: will be okay. Garrett, is this the game? Is this the deal? If you listen, if you get a name that everybody's happy with as a fan base, you, the fans can't get wrong if they pick, they pick the guy that you ask for. The fans can't get bad.
1: Yep, you're he, right. He kind of Nobody, like they hire Butch Davis. Nobody's they gonna be complaining. hire
3: Butch fails, he can't. The fan base can't say a damn thing.
1: Can't complain. They were yelling and screaming for him. Good point. You all see right, what I'm so saying? Just listen. Give
3: them, what, give them what they want.
1: Give me one more bird call before we before we go.
3: You know I got to do it. You, no, nah,
1: you know what? You got to do it for me, Gary. Give me the bird oh, call, baby. I can't Come do on, that. I can Come do a on, lot baby. lot of things. I, I can't do that. Whoa. Wait, good no, night. How does it go again? <laughs> oh, I can't. oh, 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 <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, well, hey, I love you, Gary, man. You cool people,
3: man. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. Do it one more time for me. <laughs> How was that? Good?
5: Keep me on hold, Gary. But, hey, can All you right,
3: email hey. I me, mean, man? Can I get an email? Can I get an email? So we can You're meet on? up while I'm coming down to South Florida this spring, man.
1: Canesport at BellSouth.net. Sport at net. You got it. I got you, baby. Keep hey, me on ha- hold, baby. Happy New Year to you.
3: Happy New Year
1: to you. All right. <laughs> I love that guy. He's awesome. All right, let's go out to the 850. Oh, oh. You're now live on Give B- me that. Give
2: me
1: that. You there?
2: I'm
1: Hello? Yes, sir, that's you.
3: Oh, how's it going?
1: We're doing good. What you got for us? Who's this? Uh, this is Rick Play 50. All right, Rick, talk to us. What you got? Come on, man, we're tight for time. Uh,
3: just put me back on hold.
1: All right, you got it. Happy New Year. Jesus. All right, uh, let's go to the nine five four. You're now live on Kane Sport Live.
2: Yeah, a couple of things. The guy that said
3: um, Randy Shannon's issues were, were not with um,
1: coaching. You got to remember that last
3: game. Yeah, and you you said it too. You got to remember the last game in the Orange Bowl. Okay, we, we got shellacked and we got disgraced. Yeah, true. I think it was yeah, there, was,
1: there, there, there were some stinkers in there, no doubt. You're right.
3: Yeah, the players quit on him, so he did have some ex and those issues. He wasn't any of a yeah. better game of the than than Golden 1. So, good point. So we, can put that, we can put that to rest. As far yeah, as this point. year, um, this year, you guys got to remember, when we were kicking Florida State's butt, I'm sure nobody was any what they're saying now. Okay? Players drop the players dropped the ball. Right, wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Can I stop you for a minute? You're talking about this year, right? Yeah. Okay, wait, let me stop you for a minute. Let's get real. Okay, James Coley had a phenomenal game plan for that game. The first quarter was unbelievable offensively. But from the eleven minute mark of the second quarter to the end of the game, they got outscored twenty three to three in that game. I mean, I'm sorry, that's a butt kicking, okay? And it only got masqueraded because of how great of a game plan James Coley had until Florida State adjusted. Well, I I agree.
3: Adjustments needed to be made, but if you guys you guys gotta look at the plays on the field. You know what I mean? Braxton dropped the touchdown. Um, fumbles left and right from the tight end. I mean, those guys got to make those plays. And I and I think I, I agree. There are coaching issues, but the thing that made our teams under Butch great were the players. The players held each other accountable. You know what I mean? The Ed Reeds held each other accountable. The 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 uh, the the Al Blades held people accountable. We don't have those leaders on the field. At the end of the day, you guys don't remember that that Butch was. I think it was what 98, and he was like five and six. Okay? And and you've been covering the team for a long time, like you said. Do the calls you're getting now sound like they did back then? I'm sure they do, right? are much
1: more more upset now. Much more upset right now than they were uh, at the end of Randy Shannon.
3: No, I'm not talking end of Randy Shannon. I'm talking about Butch Davis in 98 when he went five and six. Oh,
1: not even close. No, you know why? Because even though Butch was losing, you could see where it was going. I mean, you know they were well prepared for ball games. They used to make special teams plays. You remember the days when Tremaine Mack would block a kick almost every game um you know they were sure. they, they were well prepared, solid um football teams that just weren't good they weren't good enough yet five
3: and six and five and six i mean, I, I understand what you're saying, no, I, no, I
1: understand teams. that, but there was a whole different mentality amongst the fans. Like, you know, you guys could see the potential. Right now, you're not seeing it. You're seeing a lot of underachievement.
2: We are
3: seeing underachievement, and I think that's what makes it so bad is that we have the opportunity to be to be better, but we're not. And I think what the difference is, getting back to my point, the difference is the leadership on the field level. At the end of the day, you've got to have players that hold each other accountable. And I think, to me, That's the biggest difference in our team. Yeah, the coaching sucks. Fine, I understand that. You know what I mean? But the thing that made those teams turn around for Butch Davis was the on-field leadership. That was the biggest difference because the same Butch Davis that was coaching the five and six kids is the same Butch Davis that couldn't get to coach the 2000 team and couldn't get to win that championship. But at the end of the day, it's about player selection. And if you want to say that they're dropping the ball anywhere, if they're not getting the leadership on the field, to carry this team and win games that they have an opportunity to win when it counts. That's what I think Yeah, but that's saying.
1: part of recruiting now. I mean, you got to I evaluate agree. kids, and you have to see who's leaders on their high school teams and recruit the kind of kids that are then going to come to college and be leaders on their college team. I mean, that's I part agree. of the evaluation process.
0: Cool.
10: I agree. So, so let's talk about recruiting, then. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, I don't want to talk about
3: the cloud, but it was what it was, okay? Period okay? I don't want to talk about what Golden got in the cupboard when he came in. I think Randy had like six recruits in, in at the end of December or some nonsense like that, but it was what it was, okay? I think our recruiting is getting better, okay? And if you look at what we've been able to do over the last, I'd say, year, this year is a little bit better, although we're kind of running into a little bit of rough territory now. And even next year, when you're talking about 2016, I mean, the guy can recruit. I mean, it's a matter of his on-field production. I think the recruiting is getting better, and I think a lot of it has to do with the NCAA thing being behind us. And despite the fact that we're not really performing well, he's still recruiting good players in the future.
1: Right or wrong? Yeah. I okay. mean, they're recruiting good players. They're they're not in the mix for the elite players around the country. I
2: agree. Okay? And, with I, and,
1: and, and, and I, as I said earlier in the show, I was at the Under Armour camp the last couple of days, Surrounded by the best players in the country, and I could tell you, there's a difference. And Miami didn't have one. Miami didn't have one commitment up there. Okay. I understand. Florida State I has understand. that. Florida State, the team you have to beat not just once a year. That you probably got to be twice a year to accomplish anything at Miami had seven.
3: I understand. I completely and, understand. And, and
1: the chance to get more.
3: I understand, but this thing is cyclical, man, and I think. Florida State is reaping the benefits off of down recruiting years for us, and they've got a thing going right now, and kids want to ride the bandwagon. And a lot of these Broward kids – look, I grew up in Broward, man. Broward kids don't really have any love for Dave County, man, at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it takes, it takes strong recruiting at Miami to reach up to Tampa and get those kids to come down. When you're battling University of Florida and a Florida State that's a really good team right now, especially when we don't have the resources that those schools have. I mean, Broward kids – when, when, when these Broward kids go to, to Alabama and whatnot, I mean, at the end of the day, man, Broward the days, there, there, there's always been a lack of love there at times. You know what I mean? And I'm glad that he's getting some of the players he's getting now, like the Jordan the uh, um, Scarletts and um, and that other kid from Tampa, uh, Williams. I mean, those are some good kids. Those are some good players. You know what I mean? And I think we're going to be a better team if, like you said, he makes coaching changes. Now, my question to you, okay, is if Butch Davis gets the call from Al Golden because like he said, I agree with you. Okay, no I chance. went to Miami. Listen to me. <laughs> I agree with you. I went to Miami. And that administration will not outright hire Butch Davis. Period. I agree Shiano. I agree maybe um Mario Cristobal, you know, I agree maybe um whatchamacallit? Um the tight end I used to play for is that coach in Cleveland. He might have a shot. But if we have a vacancy, no way to hire Butch Davis. The only way Butch Davis will ever coach again in Miami is under Al Golden. Number
1: one, okay.
3: No chance. Oh, all right. Look, if Butch Davis loves Miami so much, if he can get the same position as Danario, defensive coordinator, assistant no head coach. No
1: chance. Butch Davis is coming to be a defensive coordinator. No chance.
3: Assistant head coach.
1: No, 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 no chance.
3: Well, guess what? He will he never would, coach in Miami.
1: He would do it in the NFL before he'd do it here. There's no chance that's happened.
3: He will. Well, do you agree that he'll never coach in Miami then?
1: I think it's an extreme long shot, yes.
3: Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Please keep me on so I can continue to listen. But this guy You've got a a
5: to
3: Hey, this guy thank that's a Lakers fan. Part. Yeah, the call guy that's a Lakers fan. He's so funny to me, man. Like, dude, you represent Miami and you're a Lakers fan. Forget about it, dude. Go ahead and fly away to, to Los Angeles because you're not even a Kane fan at the end of the day.
1: Peace. Oh, come on now. That's my man, slaughter. Be easy. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Happy New Year. Come on now. Don't knock somebody for being a Laker fan. That's his right. Let's go out to the 229. You are now live on Kane Sport Live. Are you with us?
4: Garrett One. Garrett.
1: All right. I got you. Who's this?
2: This
4: is this
3: is your boy from down below Tallahassee, man. Over in Bainbridge, Georgia.
1: All righty. What's your name? This is Aaron Kane uh, Lock
7: on Kane Sport. Kane Lock twenty three ten twenty three.
1: All right, talk to us,
3: man. I just got one thing, one thing to say, Garrett. Do Fajers need
4: to be on that defense, man?
1: Just, what you say it again? The,
11: the safety, the safety. What number he is? Twenty, twenty-eight or something, Fajers, Fentress. Fentress. Fentress.
1: Yeah. How
3: how you feel about him being back there on that defense, man?
1: I'm shocked at it four years into this, that, they're, that that's still the situation. Very <laughs> nice kid. He's a very nice kid. Very, you know, he's a bright kid. He's a good student. Everything else, you, should, you shouldn't be playing with walk-ons at safety at Miami.
3: That goes to show how far we done fell out, man. That's all I got to say, Gary. Y'all have a well, Merry Christmas. And you happiness. got it, man.
1: You, you got it. Thanks for calling. That goes back to the real cloud. Recruiting. Recruiting evaluations, making your scholarships count. Um probably been, in my opinion, the greatest failure of the um, tenured tenured so far. And that to me is why this was a six and seven football team. Uh let's go out now to the seven eight six. You are now live on Kane Sport Live. Are you with us? Going once, twice, three times. All right, let's go to the three oh five now. You are now live on Kane Sport Live.
10: Hey, what's up, Gary? How are you doing?
1: Doing good. Who's this?
10: This is Kane911.
1: All right, 911. Emergency, emergency. Talk to us.
10: (laughs) I'm in the perfect time here. I got something funny for you. Um, Imagine this. A school named UM paid out the big bucks and got an amazing coach. You know, the president was on board. The bot was on board. The AD was on board. And they did what they had to do to bring their school back to football prominence, and it happened this morning with University of Michigan.
1: Yep, There's the talk of college football now, no doubt about it.
10: So look at look at the comparison of the other UM, our UM. You know, we have an administration that has a complete tenure to the fans to the history of the program and it's completely sad. You know, we just got through hearing before this previous caller on how it's on the players. It's not on the players, dude. I get the whole talent thing. I think everybody gets the talent thing, but you can't win in college without good coaching. You know, it's like in the NFL, you know, you need the Belichick at the same time, you need a QB, but that's another thing. Um, I guess in large part my point is we can't very well blame the players and then blame the coaches that recruited them or then blame the AD that got the coaches. We have to put blame on the administration as a whole, as one unit, and they failed us, okay, because this is not just a, an now golden problem, right? We're looking back all the way to that stupid call in the end zone with that stupid phantom flag, right? This is yeah. this this is an an administration issue, and it's troubling, you know, because it's not just one thing. I mean, it's a hundred little things, like the O.B. being destroyed and no fund being raised. You know, there were there were there were people out there. A good friend of mine was doing a fundraising effort to to raise the O.B. back up, and it, it got crapped on by the administration. So, when people are sitting here blaming the coaches, remember. The coach didn't hire himself, right? And Donna Shalila could say, Hey, we didn't have good intel on Al Golden, but all you had to do was look up his record. That's it. I mean, what did he accomplish? He didn't accomplish much. It was a bit of an experiment that backfired. But let me, here's where it gets really cool. Imagine for a moment we're in this dire strait, right? We have this tough issue with this team that we love. And this Monday morning, our AD, would have a press conference and be like, you know what? Uh Effective immediately, Um, Al Golden has been released, and we're installing as an interim coach Butch Davis to see us through until the following season, at which time he may or may not have a job. And we're also creating a fund to build a stadium. Do you want to know how jacked up our fans would be if they would do that? Yeah. They would be so jacked up, dude. I would literally give two thousand dollars to it. You're right. And a lot of a lot of fans would. A lot of fans would buy and a lot of recruits would be like, hey, great. We're not on the edge of the precipice, right, on the on the way down to to final football demise, because this is where this is headed. If this administration doesn't get their head of, out of their ass pretty quickly, I mean because Al Golden, I think, dude, my opinion, my humble opinion, I think he's shooting the bird at the administration. He's daring them to fire. He him.
1: might be. I mean, if, if you don't see some moves made in the next week, I will. I would totally agree with you.
10: Yeah, because just look at his previous record. Remember when, you know, the whole, I know it's silly and I know a lot of coaches say it, but his kind of, you know, his way of being obtuse sometimes when he's answering questions about fans and fans not being happy, I mean, I think he resents us at this point. And that's fine. He's he's a human being and whatnot. I'll, I'll, I'll give he's... you two
1: and a half million reasons to resent it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot of coin, man. Every year is worth two and a half million dollars.
10: That's right. And and think about this as well. His guy up in Pennsylvania's agent. He's not stupid, man. He's going to squeeze every single cent. I mean, they're not going to come to an accord and be like, "Hey, you're gonna you're gonna pay half my pay my buyout." No, no, no. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think Al Golden is could pretty much retire and never play, never be in football again. I mean, he's going to be a millionaire, right, if he does his money right. Um, but I mean, that's another here and there. I mean, he he should have never been hired in the first place. I think personally, a guy like Cristobal, as opposed to Shiano, is better. Um, I think he just got he he's ready. He looks like he's ready to just blow up, man.
1: I would, I would I, you know, I'd give him the job be, before just about anybody else out there because one thing you would get from Mario Cristobal is everything he has every minute of every day. Yeah,
10: that's exactly right. I mean he may he may piss a lot of people off and a lot of people might I know I know a lot of people think he's a knuckle dragger. But I'll tell there's
1: you, what. When he, you know, but but you would get every ounce of him every minute of every day for the rest of his life.
10: Yeah. And how and look at the look at the net effect man. Like look at the net effect of 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 Al Golden and his his pillars of excellence or success or whatever. Yeah. And and it's it's brought us to naught. It's brought us nothing. Uh, now you know, Grant
1: I'll tell you something else sorry. about Mario. He understands what a staff means. I'll tell you that. I mean, he was at FIU and look at some of the coaches right. that worked for him at FIU. You That's know. Right. Yeah. He understands, man. He you know, he understands.
10: Now you know what I like about Chris Ball as well is which is com- not even closely uh, leveled on this side is um, is flexibility. Mario knew when he was going to FIU he's going to have garbage players, man, and he did the best that he could with those players and he coached them up. But yeah, but like- He
1: he he may have it may have been garbage, but look at some of the guys that he recruited there. I mean T. Y. Hilton. Yeah, I know. FIU? Are you kidding me? Yeah have Man, that yeah. yeah. How about the, the the kid that's playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars now in the secondary, Jonathan Cyprian?
10: Yeah,
1: from North Miami Beach High School that Miami didn't recruit. That's right. Yeah. And, I totally and there's, I'm not, I'm not an expert on FIU football by any stretch of the imagination, but there there were some others. There's some other FIU guys that are in the pros right now.
11: Yeah,
10: there were, and that was large, in large part due to the. You know, the executive push, the leadership over there trying to get a crystal ball and crystal ball just implementing that strategy. Like yep. you have a strategy right now at UM that is specifically academics first, man. I'm not kidding. Um, there's no rolling yeah,
1: um. Uh, I mean they, well, they you, get well, they can recruit now, whoever
10: they recruit.
1: That's not an excuse.
10: They, they can recruit, that's true. But don't for a moment think that a Wolfirk or a Warren Sack would be playing here now. That's not. It's just not the same. Oh, um. I don't think there is, we agree. Well, okay, we well, we could agree to disagree, but nah, I think bad. that, um, well, it is true. There is no. There is no uh, rolling scale for the academics for the football players. Yeah,
1: there but is they, they, there is no top shelf recruit that they wanted to bring onto this team that they were not able to get because they couldn't get them.
10: Yeah. No, because, dude, think about it. Your recruit and you get to have that GPA, and there's no rolling uh, scale for you. I mean, you I know, don't have the to rules have rules a meeting.
1: For everybody. My, I'm telling you, academics is not an issue. It's not an issue at all in, in the failure of the football team.
10: Well, I, I, I wouldn't even say that it's, it's the top ten issue. I was just mentioning it because that's kind of like the inertia of the entire organization. In other words, there is a push um, inertia-wise to clean up the program when – when in fact, we were coming out of like a time when we needed to clean up. Like when Shalala got here, like she was taking it upon herself to do all these things, and then academics had to be first, and her mantra changed, and all this other, all these other changes, which trickled down, and then bad habits like not spending money on football got worse. Um, I think, you know, if we had an AD with the cojones to come out, oh, sorry, it's just not an AD, it's a president and a bot. That that, by the way, raised almost three billion dollars. So you're telling me they could raise three billion dollars, and they can't buy this clown out? It's just bullshit. Oh, if it's they want to buy it bullshit. out, they can
1: buy. They can afford to buy it out. That's not an issue. Absolutely. They, they're well, trying they're, to do right. They're trying to do the right thing by him and give him an opportunity to fix this thing. And the problem that I'm seeing is he's not fixing it. You know, he's not yeah, fixing anything. I know. And and I, I don't understand think
0: he why, wants to, but...
1: why I understand why he made the mistake and didn't fix it a year ago. I totally get it. He he he's a loyal guy. He felt like his staff had been through hell with the Nevin Shapiro stuff and the NCAA, and he wanted to give them a chance to make it better this year. And he kept them all, but you know what? They weren't able to make it better. And and now it's right. the, the days are ticking by here. I thought he should have done something after the end of the regular season. It's now four we five weeks later. Um, he's he's slow getting it done and maybe he'll surprise us here in the next week and come out with a great plan and we'll be applauding him in a week you know, we'll see yeah.
10: But, yeah, but if I he mean, doesn't I, 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 he yeah. I mean, if, if he doesn't I
1: mean,
10: that's a slap in the face of Shalala if, if, and
1: it's, the entire... it, it's, yeah, he's sticking it up everybody's butt at that point and the entire state of the program is at stake there and I don't even want to comment on what you know, my opinion would be at that point because, uh, yeah, it would be speculating. We're, yeah, we're not there right now. All right. Hey, let me let some other people get on. Thank you so much for being part of the show.
10: Thank you. Can you keep me on hold, man?
1: Yep. You got it. Thank you. All right. Let's go now to the, um, let's go to the 813. You are now live on Kane Sport Live.
3: Hey, Gary, what's going on
1: this one tonight?
3: This? doing good. All uh, right. There's, uh, there's Andre from Tampa. All
1: right, Andre, hey, what you I- got for it?
3: Hey um when when you um first when uh I was hired what do you think about him I mean I think he was he was saying that all you can bring I a thought championship.
1: He, I thought he was brilliant. I mean you, you know I, I after at that first press conference and I listened to him I said man this guy really gets it this guy has a chance to be a really great head coach here and you know it, it's it's just been it's just been such a struggle for him. And, and you know, I, I feel so bad for the guy. I mean, I, I just, I watch him making mistake after mistake and I, and I see all the self inflicted pain that he's put on himself. And, and I, and I'm being honest with you guys, I've seen every step of the way all the mistakes he's making. The the fact that he's, that the recruiting evaluations Mm -hmm. aren't tight enough, that they're wasting way too many scholarships. There's way too much roster upheaval that he's, Certain staff members just weren't working hard enough at recruiting, and you know I can go on and on and on. And you know last year at this time, when he should have made sweeping changes and he didn't, yep. and,
5: mm-hmm.
1: you know it's just it's just been painful to watch because you know you remember sitting there just a few years ago thinking, man, this guy's got a chance to be freaking phenomenal, you know. That, so I that's don't. What know. I mean that's what
3: that's what surprised me now. You know, I, I, I when when I first heard about Golden, you know, the first thing I did was. I looked up his record. I'm like, who's this coach? Come, what is Coach Trump? I looked up his record, and the first thing I thought was, man, maybe he's a, maybe they see something that we don't see, and, and or oh, he's a diamond in the rough. I mean, I know all of us thought about that,
1: but then, here's what say, happened. Over- here's what happened. He took a temple program that was out of business. I mean, they were done, okay. And over the course of a few years, he 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 brought it back up, and by year four. The, their record got pretty good, and and because they were, I, I, and I'm gonna pull it up right now because I, I can't remember what if it was eight. I think it was eight wins the fourth the fourth year he was there. They um let's see, they lost one, two, three, four. Yeah, they went eight and four in 2009, and people were like, wow, you know, Temple went mm-hmm. eight and four, and they and they played UCLA relatively tough in the Eagle Bank Bowl and lost mm-hmm. 31 to 20. 20- they lost thirty-one to twenty in the Eagle Bank Bowl. In the Eagle Bank Bowl, um, for the, for their uh, let's see, fourth loss of the year, and you know people were saying, "Wow, man, this Al Golden guy is you know doing pretty well over there, at Temple." Um, he took this program from being out of business. To, you know they just won nine games, and went to the Eagle Bank Bowl. I mean that was incredible. Okay, accomplishment mm-hmm. um, for, for Temple to be in a ball game, and and to almost yeah. upset. A, a, a power conference team. All right. So then he goes to 2010 and the success continues to a point. They lost four games that eight, year. Um, eight and four. Yep. They went Ooh, eight, eight, and, eight four, and four. Yes. Um, but the thing that got lost was they never beat anybody.
9: <laughs> and, and
1: people, people were looking at this, at this, at this improvement at Temple and that gave him a little bit of buzz. And then the way he presents is phenomenal and he put together their a, a great um presentation for the Miami search committee and they he ended up getting the job and mm-hmm. you know give him credit for that i mean that that's a great thing I,
3: I i give him credit but like i said you know you know i think what as me as a i mean i'm a big fan i'm a, I mean i'm a diehard fan i think what pissed me off more is that it's the way he's going about, I mean, I thought I mean me, I'm thinking the school should look at it and say, okay man I, we we got Dalhart fans that love Miami, and right now, it's like they're putting all their faith in golden. It's not they're looking at the fan base and saying, man, there's something wrong, they're not looking at the guys who played and sweat. and they are they not it seems like they they just say knowing everything around them and say okay we 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 go put one more trust. They don't know – they they need to understand that if you bring Golden by one more year, how far it going to put us back down. I mean, it, it's he, like
1: – Oh, it, it, it's, it's going to be it, a disaster. If, it, if, if, if they don't
3: – what, what can we do? I mean, I mean I'm looking at, I mean, i looking at – I mean, I know everybody said, well, we're not going to get the tickets. We're not going to do this. And, and, and we heard they recruiting. I can tell you about my, 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 uh, my nephew down here that Golden to Hillsboro. I know why the quarterback – The quarterback
1: is decommitted. You know what I mean? I was, you know, meanwhile, he he decommitted because Virginia Tech, well, A, there's a coach (laughs) at the school that's going to Virginia Tech, and B, Virginia Tech basically told him, hey, why are you going to Miami to sit behind Kaya for three years? You can come here and maybe start next year because they're not happy with that Brewer kid that started this year.
3: Well, he was he was happy to sit by – he was almost pushing to be red-shirted. He wanted to be red-shirted. He thought by be sitting there, learning behind Kyrie, that would be the best thing for him. Well, it would have been, That's but
1: they, Virginia Tech did a good job changing his mind. It, and they sure
3: did. And now he's thinking, I mean, I, I thought USL could be a big push for him. But, uh, I mean, Virginia – Virginia, he right now is between Virginia Tech and
1: USL. I, I can now see he, that. He, he's going to Virginia. He, he barring a, a, a crazy development, he's going to Virginia Tech. Yeah, he's
3: going to Virginia Tech. But that's what I'm saying. We lost this. I mean, but the thing is, you know, they're not they're not gonna fire Golden. I mean, I don't see him bring whatever he bring in. He they might if he,
1: if he tells them he's not doing anything. They might now. <laughs> I, I don't see. Don't it. say I, never. I don't
3: see it. I don't see it because right now I think I think they want it quiet because they don't want they know the fan base is so angry right now. It's like if you know you're in trouble, you try to keep quiet. It's like they're hiding in that corner saying, you know what, if we just keep quiet, things might calm oh, down. You listen. know what I mean?
6: Maybe, Anybody maybe I say, that's
1: they, smart they, there, whether it's Shalala, Blake James, or whatever, understands what – in action and another year like this year would do to this program, it would be devastating. Well,
3: they, they already knew that when they said they're gonna bring him back. They already knew what the action's gonna be. Yeah, but the man, but, the, the but man I think lost. The he was fifth
1: But I think there's the expectation that he is gonna make moves to make to try to make it better. I I, I he, didn't don't make, think, he didn't make the moves the year before. I don't, think, before. I don't, back I don't think he'll. Huh? Everything's great. Keep it status quo. I don't believe that. Okay, and I have not had this conversation. With Blake James or Donna Shalala, but I do not believe that they're bringing him back, thinking, "Oh, geez, everything's great. You just went six and seven. Um, you know, everything's in disarray, and you're just going to keep everything the way it is and 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 hope that you can make it better next year the way it is." No, I don't think that that's what they're doing. I just don't. Uh, I, I,
3: Blake James, we, uh, I mean, he need to be fired too. Blake didn't to the whole He has done. Blake James nothing
1: wrong. Guys are way he off already he already him. telling you
3: what I'm saying is he's already saying, Well this what we go we put all the trust in this coach. He the one make the decisions. You know what I mean, I mean you know, we make a we talk and we try to say what's better for the program. Bull crap. You know, right now what's name is got him by his call and say, I dare you, I'm a this the way I'm gonna run the show. If you don't like it, this way you need to go with it. He, well you he,
1: don't know that yet. You don't know that yet. It, okay,
3: we there was something going on 48 eight hours.
1: You jumped in the gun on that. I don't know what the, what the end result is going to be. We might know in a week, okay. do, but right now, as we yeah. sit here tonight, we have no idea.
11: We don't have no idea.
3: Okay,
1: no. when you coming back? When you when is your next uh, show? I don't know. That's under day to day evaluation. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm here. Hey, hey, we got. I got a full board right now. We could sit here till two in the morning right now. No. no. No, I, I let I,
3: um, you know. Just keep me a whole gear, you know. No, no, I understand.
1: My, my, my point is scheduling a show. We'll schedule a show as we need to schedule a show. I mean, but yeah, schedule
3: show. You no, know what schedule show like a next? W- next week. If anything don't be done this week, we need events because the thrill is gone. I've been listening. to yeah, that. will see
1: where. Uh, uh, future, future shows are under day-to-day evaluation based on the events. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll be evaluating it. that daily. So, um, but hey, thank you for being part of this week. I'm going to try to squeeze one more caller in here tonight, and um, happy new year to you. Thank you, Gary. You got it. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go out to the 321. You are now live on Kane Sport Live.
12: Hey, Gary, real quick. What do you think? Do you think it would be a fit for for um, Golden to bring in Jim Levitt as his defensive coordinator? Because Levitt, Levitt's more of a rah-rah rah screamer type. Yeah. Uh, that's not that's not necessarily a fit for what Golden wants to do. He's a proven, mention, proven
1: veteran coach who's got a lot of experience, um, should be well-equipped for a job like that. I wouldn't have any problem with that hire at all if that was the way it went. What would
12: Golden
1: do? Him, I think a guy like Dave Wanstead who's out there would be a good fit. You know, I'm sure there's other guys I'm not thinking of. I mean, you know, obviously you're not going to, you know, Pat Narduzzi just became the head coach at uh at I'm, talking... I don't think
12: I'm talking, the talking about people we can afford and people yeah. that would have interest in taking the gamble of coming back to Florida. Like, Levert would love to come back to Florida. And, exactly. he did, you know, he, you know, he, he, he did he, he did great at um, the 49ers, but he yeah. wants to go back to college.
1: He might make yeah. you give him any, a two-year commitment or a three-year commitment, but I wouldn't have any problem with that hire.
12: Yeah, and then that way, even if they need, as far as administration, if they need to can Golden, Levitt can can step up and be the interim head coach.
1: Well, I don't think you're not thinking like that, man. That's not a healthy situation.
12: Well, no, I'm just saying, but from looking at both sides of the fence from the administration standpoint, if they have to kick up a little extra money or give him a guarantee, that would be like, okay, what's the worst case scenario? We give him his guarantee. We keep him around and we get rid of Golden.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think you're way jumping the gun there.
12: Okay, but now one last thing. Now you mentioned that you wanted to see a wide receiver change, wide receiver coach change, because um, you weren't well, feeling. Well,
1: Kevin... no, I didn't say. I, I I said that I think that's one of the spots that Coach Golden's going to be looking at.
12: Okay, who do you think you would bring in?
1: Oh, no idea.
12: Or promote from within?
1: No, I no. There's nobody to promote.
12: No, not even Kevin Beard.
1: Oh well, I mean, no, he's not experienced enough. You, you get, they got to stop experimenting here. This is okay, not well, a lab. This isn't the International Space Station, okay? This okay. is not a lab. This, this is not a lab but, experiment.
12: Well, you know, well, got a, te- a lot of teams. That's what they, you know, they promote from within and they bring in their people, well, um, like Clemson, that, a couple of the Clemson. Big,
1: but- let, wait, let me just tell you something. You need big-time proven coaches here who are, have track records, who have recruiting connections. Who can go out and make a major impact on this program? It, it's an, enough with the with the with the lab experiments, you know. I'm
12: telling would, you. Would you Would you say okay if he reached out to let's say uh, Lamar Thomas? Would, I don't know, would,
1: I don't think the University of Miami would hire Lamar Thomas.
12: <laughs> too too much of that running down to the field and beating him with just, the cane yeah, story, just, huh?
1: Just a little. And, I, you know, Lamar's a good friend of mine. I love Lamar. Lamar and yeah. I talk all the I talk to Lamar all the time. We text, we talk. I don't think they're going to hire him.
12: Well, for one broadcast, they're still. Uh-oh. wait. Hold on, hold on, wait they, they would They would turn their back on Lamar, but they would be okay with Levitt, who, you know, admittedly yeah, no, convicted or not, choked a kid Leavitt. out I in the locker room.
1: I don't know if they would be okay with Levitt. I didn't say that. You asked me if I thought Levitt would be a good kind of hire, and I said, yeah, that's the kind of guy I would hire, a
12: veteran okay. coach
1: like that. Yeah, absolutely.
12: Now, he, now he, here's here's my golden goose, though, and, I, and I've been saying this for months. We talked about it a little bit. Why not reach out to Dave Aranda? This guy is this guy is he's he's an excellent teacher. He's a stabilizing factor, and he can come in and say, "Hey, I turn yes, Wisconsin maybe- into a beast."
1: Yeah, maybe he's pissed that he didn't get the head co- head coaching job there and would come. I have no idea.
12: But he's in, I, in Tampa would, right now.
1: That would be a phone he's call. It's in Tampa they, right
12: now. It, it's a drive up for Blake James for coffee.
1: Well, it's not Blake James. It's Al Golden who would have to hire him.
12: Well, if, you know, if it seems like Blake is going to have to force Al's what's hand. He do, what's so he doing in Tampa? The Outback pole. That's where Wisconsin's oh, okay. playing.
1: I got you. Okay.
12: So he's in town. Apparently – the the Wisconsin coach, the new guy, likes him and wants to keep him around, and Barry Alvarez wants to keep him around, but they, they they're not going to give him any more money. They're going to give him this. So so if Miami comes in and says, "Hey, we're going to give you five fifty six hundred grand, and two or three years guaranteed," the guy's and if you, I mean, he's done countless interviews on where he stresses teaching technique, and him and Golden will be on the same page because he likes to keep two deep safeties. To prevent the big play, everything else he blitzes getting off the bus, but he has right. the back end covered. Right. So that way, the philosophies aren't—they're different philosophies—and they're you know—and his philosophy is better and would appease the fan base because, like I said, he brings pressure on every play, but he still prevents the big play.
1: Yeah, I, I would have. I would, I would have no problem with that hire either.
12: Okay, you you're an agreeable guy. That, that way, way to end the year.
1: <laughs> yep.
12: <laughs> okay. One last thing. Go ahead. What's, this, what's the story? What happened with um, what happened with the kid from um? Oh my goodness. Shoot. That just fell off the radar. Um. Oh my God, I can't remember his name. I'll call uh, back you, next. You, you'll call.
1: Yeah, you call next time. <laughs>
12: All right.
1: All right. Thank I you. Have to, a good uh, holiday. Hate,
12: hate, hate, Thanks for holding on uh, for so
1: long, and thanks for being part of the show. All right. Will do. All right. All right. I want to thank everybody that participated tonight. Great show, guys. Um, special shout-out to my man, Slaughter. Ah, ah! Ah! I want to wish everybody and their families a, a, a extremely happy and safe new year. Be careful. Don't drink and drive. You know, we want to make sure everybody's back for the next show. Um, We'll see what happens here in the next week, guys. We'll be scheduling more shows, I promise you. (laughs) There's going to be no shortage of stuff to talk about here um, in the next week or two. Um, We'll keep an eye on it. We'll try to keep you on the cutting edge of information on the message boards and stuff. Uh, Try to cooperate with us and keep the bad rumors uh, away. We would appreciate it. Um, Thanks again, everybody. Happy New Year. And um, I guess for some little parting music, um, I'll bring my girl alicia back in because it's just that type of atmosphere around here good night everybody
0: why would i spend the rest of my days unhappy why would i spend the rest of this year alone when i can go therapy when I can go therapy When I can go therapy Two times a day Why would I spend the rest of this week so bitter And all that listening and making you bitter too When I can go therapy When I can go therapy When I can go therapy Two times a day. Why would I spend the rest of my days unhappy? Why would I spend the rest of this year alone? When I go therapy, when I can go therapy, when I go therapy, therapy, two times a day. Someone Turn around.